What up? This is your boy Dope Boy. CT is dope. And this is another installment of the Just Us League podcast. Just us. Yeah, me, you, yeah. and nobody else now. The people. How you feeling today, man? I'm incredible, man. How are you? Oh man, I'm pretty good. But before we even start, man, we're gonna talk about this little hoopla we had at the front door. Let's talk. Okay. So we we were supposed to be starting uh-huh. at 5:30. Yes. This man texted me at 5.26 uh-huh. and 5.25. I didn't see it until I actually got in, in, in here. And was like, well, where are you at? And then when That's I walked in. That's not what I said. Stop said, misquoting me. You said you're close. I said, hey, close? you close? Mm-hmm. Question mark. Right. That then makes a world of difference. I get in the house. He's like, hey, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, it's 5.30. He was like, but it's 5.30. So he would say, but before we even get into all that, my bad. I apologize. I apologize because I have set up a precedent of being so early when we were at the other studio. I kind of was just a little loose. I'm like, we're at the house. So I just show up closer to the time. But normally, I show up 15, 20 minutes early. That's what I normally do. I kind of was maybe got a little loosey-goosey because it was coming to the house. I'll tighten it back up. You know, the reason I can't accept that apology. They're going to accept it. Is because (laughs) you often say that. You often say, you know what? I got a lot loose because we just like two episodes ago you said this exact. But same I've thing. I've never been late coming here. I've never been late. I just haven't been as early as I normally be. Here's the thing. So I'm glad that you said that. Okay. And to the people that are listening, uh, because you have such a way with words. Mm-hmm. The, I'm a writer. You bend yeah. things to your favor. Hopefully you wrote some uh, some bars. So <laughs> what I <laughs> I say five thirty right? Mm-hmm. He says cool. 526 comes. I'm like, hey, man, you close? Because we're starting. I'm trying to start at 530, right? Mm -hmm. 530, he's knocking on the door. I'm like, man, that's crazy. Somebody who's always early. I'm not expecting the studio time where Mm -hmm. you get there 30 minutes early. But it's like, hey, maybe 10 minutes before 530 so Mm -hmm. we can start at 530. So when you were like, uh, you were like, hey, man, it's 530. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) it's 530. You're late. My bad. I'll start being back my uh, custom, you know, a few minutes early. That's what I normally do. Um, but uh, I'm here, man. How was your How was your week that just passed? Man, let me tell you something, brother. Uh, the week was fire, man. Tell um, me about it. Here's why the week was fire. Okay. I got a chance to really get some work done. Like, the content that, uh, that we shot over two weeks ago mm-hmm. has been really hidden with the people, man. I'm feeling like uh, the old me. And hey. the only reason that is is because... Uh, I've been shooting it back with my phone. Like, I took it back. I'm like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? What? Yeah. No, I was like, doing... no cameraman and sound and all of the things? Right, because I was doing that, and it's like, I'm spending the money on this stuff, and then the video wouldn't do well, and people wouldn't, they like, they weren't quoting anything in the comments, and I'm like, I guess this is a bomb. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, what am I doing that I haven't, what am I, what am I not doing? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I was like, oh, I'm not doing all the work anymore. Mm. I was outsourcing. I had a cameraman. I had uh, he was doing editing. He was doing sound, color correcting, the boom stuff, and uh, so now you you're recording everything with the phone and cutting it. Yeah, like it, I used to. Is that a lot more time consuming than it is just handing it? Because I'm assuming you got to go over the dailies with the guy when he gets them to you, right? When he gets them to me, yeah, it's just right. a back and forth process. Right. I like to do all my work in one, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like when I'm editing the content. I'm cutting it, right? I'm like, oh, this doesn't fit here, or this is better here. Let me add this kind of sound, mm-hmm. or let me double. The, this is Chinese to people. Anyway, <laughs> me doing it is uh, is, is it? what the people start rocking with me for in the beginning anyway. Okay. And I kind of got jaded, and then I hired somebody, and then those weren't doing well. So I'm like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, bro. Well, sometimes they say you got to kiss it. You know what that means? 
No. Keep it simple, stupid. Not calling you stupid, but Keep that's just simple, stupid. that's I what like I that. learned way back in the day when when it comes because I'm a constant overthinker mm -hmm. of things, and no. that's what you. This guy. That's crazy. <laughs> well, that's dope that you found back your uh you got back to your roots yeah, man. of um of source. I was just kinda in a funk this week. I kinda had told you um, you know, about that, you know, the other day. I was just like, man, I'm just kinda out of it because you know, because you know I still got that polar, not that bot. Not that bot. Still got that thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I don't be knowing what it is. And sometimes I genuinely be getting up like, meh. Like I <laughs> just like eh. what is this Tuesday? Yeah. I'll try and, again Thursday. And it's wild too because it doesn't necessarily have to be from anything that's happening in the world. And I don't even know if it's the if it's the condition. Sometimes I'm just like, well, maybe I I kind of came up with a theory. I wanted to ask you about it. I would love to hear it. Okay, so growing up when you grew up, it was in the house. It was you, your mom, and your sister, correct? Right. Okay, I'm starting to think because I was talking to Shantae the other day, and like you know, she was basically love Shantae. Shout out to Shantae. Shout out to Shantae. Um, she was basically telling me because it came up in a conversation, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you've heard of this. Basically, when women are in the same house, their uh, periods sync like uh -huh. Wi-Fi. Like you know, what I'm saying they be on it at the same time. Mm -hmm. However, that happens as a woman, whatever. And so I was just starting to think maybe, and maybe I'm not. Maybe I could be wrong but maybe since i have a daughter and i have a girlfriend in the same house with all these mood changes maybe my mood could be affected by this that's why i want to ask you growing up did you ever like have like mood swings like or do you think it may have been contributed to being the only man in a house full of women um great question <laughs> solid question uh my mother's my my sister's mood never impacted anybody's mood in the house. Okay. My mother, because it was her house, her mood impacted how everybody. <laughs> her had. mood was the mood. If she unhappy, that's the mood. <laughs> right. you know what I mean? But um, no, my mood has never been down because of like, you know what Different, I mean? Yeah, I, I'm yeah. just trying to come up with things. I'm just like, why, why is this happening? And like when I try to like do the. The, the the self work that I be trying to do because I just be trying to get better every day. What I do be noticing, I be like, well, some I was like, though, when you get sunshine, when you work out, when you get water, when you're kind of on your you know your regimen, you're good. But then sometimes I just be like, man, forget that gym. Like I just be like, I don't even want to pull up on it. So I'm just um, this week was I mean, it wasn't nothing too you know intense, but um, I, I think I'm also excited too that September is over. September was a lot. September mm. was two yeah. birthdays. It was Kiara's birthday. It was Tony's birthday. And it was an anniversary all jammed within a 30-day uh, festivus. So I'm glad yeah. that, uh, you know, we are here to, to October. You know what's funny, man? <clears throat> um, first of all, Halloween is my favorite holiday. But Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, are you going to tell the people what you're going to dress up as? Or are you going to make it a surprise? I got a lot of costumes. That's the thing. It's okay. like, what do I want to do? And then it's like, when we have the, the Halloween joint here, mm -hmm. am I going to dress up or am I just going to have a onesie on? You almost have to, But man. it's interesting because uh, when I, I told this story before, but my mom, I got sick. Mm. On because you remember school parties used to be the dopest parties on the planet. Absolutely. And uh my mom got me a costume to go as a vampire to my elementary school. It was uh, I think fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And I was so hyped to go. Mm. And I got sick the day of Halloween. And my mom was like, You can't go to school. And I'm like, Come on. Let me I'm all right. <laughs> Come on. It wasn't even cold. I was right. weak. Like I could I was like, just I catch the bus. I crawled to her room to tell her. Come on, I can make it. Right. <laughs> And uh, I, she was like, go to sleep. And uh, when I get home from work, you know, we'll watch a movie. So I'm like, okay. 
and I went to sleep, and this is at 7.30 in the morning. Uh-huh. I felt like I blinked, and when I blinked again, it was 6.45 p.m. Oh, yeah, that's that good sleep. That's I'm talking about I was knocked that's out. That's that good sleep. Wow. And my mom was like, uh, how you feeling? And I was like, surprisingly better. Like, I... <laughs> I felt so good, right? So she was like, uh, "Go put your costume on." I'm like, "I don't, I don't want to go outside." You know what I mean? So she was like, "Go put your costume on, knock on my door." I'm like, uh. I had to "Come knock on my door." So I put the costume on, still just oblivious. Uh-huh. Knocked on her door, and she says, "Say trick or treat." And I was like, "She is petty. Uh, trick or treat, right?" She says, "Come in." I open the door, and she had these bags of candy. Just for me. Shout out to Mama CT. And I was like, oh. And she was like, yeah, this way, this is even better than your party because you get all the candy. And what do you want to watch? And we watched some kind of like kids Halloween movie. And uh, from that day forward, it was my favorite holiday of all. You had an impeccable childhood. My mom's dope, man. (laughs) My dad is incredible as well. But my mom, man, came back. I didn't really have a lot of um, cool like like Halloween stories. I I trick-or-treated till about 19. (laughs) <laughs> so that's just, to the point where people was like, bro, I mean, this has got to, <laughs> I wanted to get me. <laughs> you got money in your pocket. Trick or treat. But if you don't go buy a Snickers, what are you doing? But look, hey. You can almost drink. You smoke a cigarette. <laughs> You're like, yeah, put it in the back, man. Put it in the back. Put it in the- <laughs> flick the cigarette up. I'm out of here. <laughs> Nerd. Yo. As you flick the cigarette. Yo, I went live last night and I found out an atrocity in in American cinema that I'm going to lay it on you and this is just going to blow your mind. Let's hear it. Do you know that there is even, it is even harder for black folks to even enter the horror genre as, as killers in horror genre? Do you know the backstory of Candyman? He's the only black like guy that's in horror films. Mm-hmm. Do you know his black? Do you, do you know his backstory? No. It is ridiculous. He is the son of a slave, uh-huh. and he's basically you. You first one, once I heard that, I kind of just checked out of everything. I'm like, really? <laughs> like this is what? And then you have to like think about all the other killers. You want us to make your movie? <laughs> You're a slave. Like, make him a slave. and then you and think about all the different things you got to do to even have this guy show up. You got to go into a bathroom, turn off the lights, say his name three times. Jason doesn't have to go through all that. Freddie doesn't. None of these guys have to do that. And I want to know why do black people have to struggle so hard in Hollywood? Why does this have to be like this? I'm angry. You know what, Double One? <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. I'm ticked off. I'm going to say this right now. Here we go. What? If you if I hear you say this on stage, I'm not saying that. Why do you think? See now you're gonna think every everything is just no. me having an open mic in front that of people. That was too specifically. <laughs> a punchline was written. I, it was no punchline. You wrote a punchline. I literally was angry at it. I no wanted boy. you to get angry. I thought you no would boy. raise the medallion with me because you watch movies so much. Look me in my eyes. I'll be it. <laughs> no boy. Stop Look, thinking no, that this I is a, a battleground no for. Boy. Med- Look me in my eye. I'm looking you in your eyes. Tell me. (laughs) You're laughing. (laughs) Tell me that you have not thought about saying that on stage. I have a good (laughs) (laughs) Do you think it can win? It's time sensitive to Halloween. I knew it. It was too well thought out, bro. (laughs) 
But it is true. It's true. <laughs> but I was saying you look at me with this skeptical eye. I knew eye. it, bro. Because I stalled you out. Nah. I stalled you out the first one a couple shows ago. And I was like, nah, man. I do think that's some BS, though. I genuinely do feel that. Yeah. Because I'm just like, bro, like, because when you really. All you got to do is go to sleep for Freddy. <laughs> are you going to. You got to be in the woods for Jason. <laughs> that's all they got to do. You got to actually have actionable items that you do for. Have you seen Candyman? Yeah. Was you got to be. You got to be in proximity to uh, Michael Myers' sister to die. <laughs> <laughs> but Candyman. You got to find a mirror. At a mirror. <laughs> Candyman. <laughs> Candyman. <laughs> Say it again. And then hope it ain't somebody else calling about the same That's time. That's a fact. That's a big <laughs> shit. But if you saw the new, did you see the new Candyman? I haven't seen it. Bro, so I didn't see the first one. I still okay. haven't seen the first one. I saw the second one, mm-hmm. and it explained things. Okay. Uh, without spoiling anything for anybody, because I'm not a spoiler, what you just said, and hopefully somebody isn't calling him somewhere else at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You should see the movie. Okay, was it was it worth to watch? Because I'm hearing it. Yes. Did Jordan Peele do it? He, I think he produced. So does he just has he just turned his back on comedy? I think, or is this um, just like almost like how your your comic book is to you? Is this just like a thing he's doing? Well, I, it's definitely not a thing he's doing because he produced on. We're uh, not trying to shade what you're doing. No, I know no, it's important no, to no, you, no, but you know, I, I know, I know, way. you're not going to stop doing comedy. No, 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 no. Right. I think uh, <clears throat> this is something he's always been in love with and needed mm-hmm. a way in. Okay. And uh, comedy will always be there, mm-hmm. but it's like when you start getting on a getting roll for heat, something, you right. gotta, you gotta do it. But mm-hmm. um, Jordan Peele is so dope because all these hidden talents. I think what's so it's like when you look at Rest in Peace Kobe mm-hmm. when he did the when he got his Oscar. Right over the it, it was, was a, like it was like a, over a book, right? A book or a little what? Movie it was or, that animated short. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, how did this come about, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because of one of his side passions. Mm. So it was like, oh, this makes sense. So with Jordan Peele, it's like, bam. Right. So with horror. But uh, with his comedy, I definitely think he's going to give us something when you least expect it. Because I feel like, like we uh, haven't got nothing from him since Keanu. It feels like at least. Oh, comedy-wise. Yeah, comedy-wise. And I love him as, as you know, I love what he did, you know, for comedy. I love what he and Kill, what he and Key did. So I'm just like, man, I just wonder, you know, if he's ever going to get back to that. That's a solid question. I, you know, I don't, because I, I love that Woody, wasn't when, he, when he's though. funny. What, Keanu? Keanu, yeah. I love that. I love it too. Speaking of what you just said, <laughs> so I don't forget, mm-hmm. you said, um, ah, I just forgot it. You, uh, Oh, you said you heard about Candyman. Yes. You're like, I was hearing this and I was hearing that. Mm-hmm. Let me give you this advice, man. Okay. Stop listening to people's opinions about movies because you got to remember, you're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, There's no other adjective to describe. No, you're ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. So <laughs> when people tell you something is good and you see it, you be like, eh. Uh, so when we be like, yo, that's trash, you'll mm. be like, oh, I love it. I might love it. And I do be loving movies that, that other, other people, people don't. don't like. Yeah. Let me ask you about this to take it back to Jordan Peele and his um his passions. What would you say is your biggest passion outside of comedy? Like of to like stuff to do. Like if, if you could have been anything else besides a com- a comedian, what would it have been? Was there ever anything else you wanted to be? <clears throat> other than a comedian, mm. I could have easily saw myself as a teacher. Okay. Um and now, as the internet has evolved, mm-hmm. uh, I could easily see myself just being like a video creator. Just a video game guy. Okay, yeah. so so no, not a, video game guy, like a video video creator. game creator. I mean, look at look at what I do. So you mean like, like a video content creator? No, I mean 
look what I do. I'm a stand-up comedian. You are. I write, I act all successfully, mm-hmm. and then podcasting, mm-hmm. and then you got sketches, right. and then you got reaction videos. So you got reaction videos, sketches, podcasting. These are all just videos. Mm-hmm. That that's oh, what I, okay. that's gotcha. what I mean. yeah. Okay, so this is the thing that I was asking because I had um I had hosted this thing this uh, the other night for a few friends of mine. Shout out my boy uh, Triune and EQ. They're in a group called the Combine. Triune, <laughs> Triune. That's a this noble name. Back, huh? <laughs> this guy gets it. <laughs> so so it was dope too because they were having like a listening party for the project, and you know. My first love is music, like yeah. you know. So before they start the party, everybody's like passing. Well, not everybody, just the artists are like passing the ox mm-hmm. around, just playing stuff. And so like anybody else got something. So I'm like, all right, so cool. I play something. I play two records, and it just gets this like this really good reaction. And I just be like, sometimes because way before I ever told a joke, I always dreamed of being a rapper. Then like I come home and then I, like I, I sit at the desk, I just be like. I really love rapping, like you know. And then I, I just kind of get into this zone of, though you're going to have to officially put out one, because it's never gonna sit right. Even mm. if it, even if it sells two copies, and me and you are the only people who buy them, I'm going to I'm have to just volunteer my money. <laughs> you have to, man. You, <laughs> you know, know, you and I are back. Then, uh, <laughs> I know, me and you, because you get it. <laughs> so, yeah. and I was just wondering, like, if there is any other things that you do well, you know, outside of the comedy thing, that you would just be like. I mean, I got all of this stuff, but if I could do this thing, mm-hmm. that would be cool too. Because I would love to like put out an album and people just be, and not necessarily a funny album. I mean, I, funny would be cool, but I would love to do it. I was just interested to see if there was anything else of your many talents that you'd be like, I wouldn't have mind being a full time gamer or you know something else. That there, there is something that this is, this is something that I wanted growing up. Mm-hmm. I. Didn't so much as want to be a wrestler because mm-hmm. they, man, the injuries are real. Oh, yeah. But uh, I always enjoyed good old JR from WWE. Like, he was a voice. He's the voice of a generation, right? Mm. And now he's at AEW. But my thing is, I know the way that I am about things. I would You mean be like he was a commentator? Announcer, yeah. Oh, that would be dope yeah. for you. Have you ever looked into possibly getting into that? No. I don't think it would be as difficult as you would think. Because you, you know how I think you could do it? I think that, because on Twitch, you can watch different stuff, right? Right. I think if wrestling stuff came on, you could turn off the volume and you just commentated and your tribe would watch you and you're commentating. Yeah, here's the thing, man. I, I, let me tell you why. Before, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me lay this on a little bit thicker. I new nickname alert Duncan Hines. <laughs> I didn't even have her, but I just threw it in again. Because when I lay it, it's gonna be thick. Okay, but, but here it goes. Uh, Duncan, Duncan, Duncan. Hines. Duncan. <laughs> sound like Duncan Hines. <laughs> Duncan I was laying all thick because this is the thing. Yeah. I've always felt this way. Amongst all sports, I feel like there is a lack of urban representation. Mm. And what I mean is, I love watching basketball. Don't necessarily want to hear these commentators. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with football. Yeah. And I always be like, why? Like, why won't they let like some comedians or some like hipper people mm-hmm. commentate on this stuff? Because you and I know like vocality is is key. So if yeah. you can have somebody like like perfect like perfect um, example. A few months ago, when Jake Paul knocked out uh, 
Nate Robinson. Yeah. And and you had Snoop. The most memorable thing Snoop. was Snoop being like, yeah, dude. So, bro, I think Ooh. that that should be something that um you know maybe you should look at because I used to be great. a big a big wrestling fan back in the day, but then I kind of fell off of it. But if I could hear CT commentating it, I'd check in for a match. You know, hey man, I'm always uh I'm always with it. I know uh you know a couple of my friends, my guy Johnny Laquasto, mm. who was with WWE. It's a fire my name, Laquasto. Or Mike Roman WWE, he's an announcer for it. But <clears throat> you know, it's not it's not something that's bad. David Otunga, who former WWE wrestler, mm-hmm. still with the company, but he's amazing. Um, I think that yeah. you should put. I think that you should. Um, maybe that should be some of your voiceover stuff. Maybe start getting little wrestling clips and voice them over. Well, it's not about voiceover. And here's the. I'm glad you said that, bro. People <clears throat> can't accept different people doing things, right? Mm. So, for example. Um, I remember the first time I did, uh, I saw a video online. It's still on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron was talking to the ball kid. What's the first ball son that was on the Lakers? Um, oh, um, um, <clears throat> Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo. Lonzo Ball. So LeBron was talking to Lonzo. And mm-hmm. I thought that this clip was hilarious. And then Kobe and his daughter were literally uh, in the stands and the camera flashed to them. Mm-hmm. And I thought this clip was hilarious. This is about... About three years ago. Okay. Thought the clip was hilarious. I voiced it over, right? Mm-hmm. Got a lot of good views. Um, and then a lot of the comments were showing love, like, oh man, this is so funny, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Ebro from Ebro in the morning followed me off that video. Really? Right? Uh he was like, Man, this is so funny. And he started looking at my other stuff. Shout out to Ebro. Uh-huh. And uh then there were some comments that were like, Who do you think you are? Tony Baker? Uh, Who do why you did think I know you were Patrick Cloud? And it's like, yo, fam, wow. like <laughs> I love these guys. Right, They're right, friends of right. mine. But I'm like, they also like the video. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? exactly. But it's like, and it's different, too, because they don't do sports video. Well, even if they even did, if they did it's my still point different. is, it's like, they people won't allow you to do mm-hmm. certain things. Right. First time I did my, um, I did an I'll Be Back, but it wasn't called I'll Be Back. It was like, uh, <laughs> there was a Zoom challenge, right? Uh-huh. And I, <laughs> I did a video about the Zoom challenge, and I was just like making jokes about it. Ended up getting like two hundred thousand views in like a week, nice. and it was big because I had never done no video like that. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> one of the comments literally said, uh, "Leave this stuff to Patrick Cloud," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> oh like again, God. Patrick's my friend, right? Right. But it's like, bro, and I literally responded to this guy. I went to the DM because uh-huh. I'm not about that public talking. Bro, right. I'm going to talk to you. Cussing out in them DMs, bro. It goes down. I say, bro, and he followed me. That's the thing that annoyed me. It's uh-huh. like, it's like, how can you say leave this to Patrick Cloud right. when? This is my video. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything that anybody else is doing. And everybody has their own thing. Mm. It doesn't mean that everybody owns it. If stand-up comedy was owned by one person, you wouldn't know a Dave Chappelle. Facts. You wouldn't know a Monique or whoever your favorite comedian is. Mm-hmm. So um, I say this to this guy, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're right, bro. My bad. LOL. And then I just wanted to get a response. Exactly. Had it. So, but, <laughs> so, uh, so the people aren't able to mentally allow somebody mm-hmm. to do something in a space until you say forget what people think i'm gonna brand thing. what i do so that's how i got into sketches that's how mm-hmm. i got into doing side by side reaction videos that's how i got into talking about power rangers wrestling anything that i want to do even twitch So i got into twitch is like everything that i want to do I'm gonna do it mm-hmm. in spite of uh, comments of people who are idiots. No, that's and that's really dope that you say that because <clears throat> I've been like challenging myself. I'm like, 
I, I had to tell myself like recently. I was just like, though. I love all the stuff that you, like, I'll be talking to myself like this. I was just about to ask you. <laughs> I'm like, like, no, I think it's great. I love your transparency about a lot of things. That's cool. But get back to being funny. Like, I literally said this to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool, but you got to get back to your bread and butter, your your chops. And then, so when I started thinking about different content, like, I thought about all the different mediums of different things that you can do, like, you know, the side to side, you know, side by side videos or getting back into parodies or, but sometimes the fear of what people, will say about what you're doing will stop you from doing anything so just like how you say you know people said oh who do you think you are this person that person like and so my fear stopped me from being like i'm like man i don't want people think i'm trying to be in this person's lane or this person's lane so i'm glad that you definitely said that because we're all different in our own thing and i'm never here to you know, duplicate whatever anybody's doing. I'm always here to, you know, come in my own special I can't sauce compete with anybody because, one, I'm the best. There you go. There's nobody that's going to top me in anything that I do. <laughs> but also, I'm competing with me being better than what I was before. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, I don't typically hold credit into someone having, saying, oh, you shouldn't do this or you can't do this. If you think that I'm copying somebody, I go to the person, right? right. <laughs> for example... <laughs> Um, Tahir was doing Zoom with the homies. Uh-huh. So I'm talking to Tahir and I was like, man, I want to, like, this is when I was about to hit the million okay. on my Facebook. And I was like, dude, I want to do something where I'm able to talk to people about specific things, but I don't want it to be like Zooming, right? Okay. I'm like, I want my own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, almost like a late night show, but at the same time, we could kick it about uh video games or power rangers or mm-hmm. dating or whatever and this is me and to here on the phone mm-hmm. and he's like oh he's like you can do any of those but how about do this and then he threw some sauce on this and he added some pizzazz to that mm-hmm. and i was like yo that's dope right mm-hmm. so i'm like bam i'm doing this all right i'm setting the time and then I was like, yo, man, he had this, uh, he has this app where he uh, he created flyers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you got to teach me how to do this app because right. the whole conversation <laughs> happened because he was over to Korea and I was telling him about how to work uh, Facebook and how to work, <clears throat> um, how to work Facebook, the business side and how to work uh, like YouTube, like a little bit. Right. So we were talking about that and we were just exchanging information. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, yo, how do I make a flyer on my own? So I'm not continuously going to, okay, people who know this out there, <laughs> if you make flyers or you know somebody who makes flyers, 98% of the people who make flyers overcharge you and they drag their heels on giving you what you need. And it's not as difficult as they make it seem. Bro. I gotta do color correction. Okay, Shut up. Can you show me the pictures? <laughs> yeah, listen, man, I gotta go to a funeral tomorrow. <laughs> I got work, man. My child's sick. You want like, this, I'm gonna need what I need. All these. He said, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need. So I was like, yo, how do I do this? Uh-huh. And he taught me how to use the app, like literally step by step, just like I taught him how to do that. Right, Sean Gang. So I'm like, oh, great. Make the flyer, right? Mm-hmm. I dropped the flyer. First comment. Oh, so you you still in Zooming? And I'm like, <laughs> he literally helped me create, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the he creator of what you're talking. He, like, Because I did the show uh, CT After Dark during the day, which right. you've done before. Mm-hmm. I started doing uh, uh, Villainy, which is a murder mystery game. I did all these things. On story time, like all these things on my uh, my socials. Damn, you really do got you run your joint like a TV station, damn near. Yeah, man, different content, different, different uh, shows. <laughs> so I'm like, as soon as I see these comments, I get annoyed mm-hmm. because I'm like, 
and I call him. I'm like, you helped me. <laughs> tell do him. This and do this. And as I told you, this wasn't not not even. Something, I would never right. tell him. On a right. I was like, yo, like this is so annoying. He's like, man, people are always gonna be unhappy when they see something that they think is like something else, mm. right? And in the meantime, you see Coke and Pepsi, and nobody's saying nobody's anything. Tripping. And I'm like, yo, I would never steal from my friend. Number one, I wouldn't steal. <laughs> right. But I would never steal from my friend, especially. And people's comments, people don't realize how comments affect people because the uh, the thing that they always fall back on is, well, you chose this you, career. You, should, you should, be should be built to, for this. You're a comedian. You should be able to handle jokes. You should. You have a face. You should exactly. be able to handle this fist. Is that the thing? <laughs> and that's the thing, too. People don't understand that artists are way more sensitive than most people. Like we're, we're, You got to think about it. When you're an artist, you are literally putting together something that you think is cool, uh-huh. dope, or whatever, and you're presenting it to the world. And yeah. when you're like us, like you're doing this day in, day out, and just hoping people will accept it, like yeah. the likes and the taps. So no, when you're when you're when you're trying to insinuate that somebody is trying to be less than um what's the word having integrity by uh-huh. telling somebody like no we take that stuff personal. That's yeah. why like I be for the most part bro, I be out of the comments because I just be like emotionally and mentally I can't even deal with that sometimes because it's just like it gets to me I'd rather just keep putting out the content and I could tell by the metrics and the analytics if it's working but sometimes well two things yes and mm-hmm. um, and also for that story shout out to my boy to hear more but yes and for yours I saw a comment well first of all you need to know on my channels uh-huh. people show nothing below okay nothing below <laughs> the team CT fan base is super loving and supportive. Right. I saw a comment that you responded to from someone that had made me Oh, did I, did I hit him back with the book when I hit him yeah. with the law? Because they were talking about my weight? <laughs> I said, said it like <laughs> what did he, he said something and your yeah. response was so eloquent. Right. He said something to the effect that he was talking about my weight. Uh-huh. He was like, um, and saying that I was making excuses about it or, or something to that effect. Okay. And then I just went to break it down. He was just like, no, 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 that's what it was. He said, uh, I forgot exactly what he said, but the way he was talking about my way. And then yeah. when I broke it down, I said, hey, well, you know, thank you, you know, for that statement. I was like, here are a few of the reasons of, you know, the things. No, that the are- first thing you said, he was like, wow, that's a great idea <laughs> if I'm trying to beat myself up. Right. However, mm-hmm. a couple of things have been going on that contribute Ex- to this. Exactly. And you said, you were like, this, 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 this. this. And then you said, but thank you so much for watching. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the love. This dude backpedaled so fast. <laughs> I didn't even see the response. <laughs> No, 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 boy, it's just me. I got nothing but love for you. It's because people say things that go unchecked. They do. And people think that you can say whatever. I've always, mm-hmm. the reason that a lot of the members of Team CT are, are loving and supportive, mm-hmm. not outside of the fact that they're great people in general, mm-hmm. but a lot of the people who might not just be innately great people, <laughs> I had to say, look, man, <laughs> to get these cameras, right, right. Forget whatever you, whatever you think your impression of me is. Mm-hmm. I got hands. I'm not saying you don't. They work. They work. <laughs> but I also need you to know you're not just going to say whatever you want to say to me because you think that this is something that I won't see. Mm-hmm. And I know you might be wherever you are writing this comment right now. But if I was in your face, not as an intimidating thing, mm-hmm. but if I was in your face, you wouldn't greet me with such disrespect. Right. So let's. 
always talk to each other with respect. Right. And that, and that's the thing that I do too, man. And I'll be trying to just go and just respond to the more positivity because that's just, you mm-hmm. know, and that's just what I learned. The more that you emote and put out in there, you'll get more of it. So, yeah, yeah I, I try not love, to, give it a, yeah. yeah, and I try not to even, you know, respond to that, but it's just like with something, especially as someone's weight, it's like, bro, yeah. I've been tri- tripping off my weight my whole life and then to go through what I've gone through recently of mm-hmm. being down really close to where I wanted to my goal then gaining and then obviously I know like that's the one thing I'll be wanting to tell people when they like you're not giving me any information or giving anyone any information about their know. size like I said, look at me before you look at me I get it we don't need you to tell us hey man you don't know what you like put you on you gotta stain on your shirt like, you gotta stain on your shirt I, I really <laughs> Would have never known that had you not told me so. Because I'm so I'm so close to the house. Why wouldn't I <laughs> change my top? Why wouldn't I even look at the top before I said action? So, yeah, people be... I, I couldn't have known that I had a stand. <laughs> and the Why back pedal is always hilarious. Or the, oh, man, I'm, I'm supporting me. I just, I, I just wanted to respond. Shut up. Uh, speaking of. So, uh, first of all, shout out to Pretty Strands Hair Oil. Hey. Um, starting to shout out the sponsors. Okay. Specifically... I'm going to talk more about Pretty Strands. If you want to grow your hair, if you want your hair to grow fast, Pretty Strands. Mm. I will add uh, the site in the YouTube bio. Mm-hmm. Go to the site, Pretty Strands. Thank you so much for the love and support. All the good stuff. Why I mentioned that. Why is it? It was out the blue. <laughs> no, boy. What's up? There man? are certain things that I don't let you be privy to because you don't like to handle certain things. What do you mean? I mean, I, first of all, I need to be privy to anything. Dope Put boy. me on the phone with it. What is it, man? No, <laughs> So we get sponsorship requests okay. often. Didn't know this. Doughboy, there's a reason you don't know this. Why? If I can finish the sentence. Okay. There's a reason you don't know this because the requests that come in, like 90% of them are people who just want a shout out and they don't want to spend any money, right? Okay. So first of all, I tell people this. I tell them the rates for sponsorship. Uh-huh. I tell them what they're getting with the sponsorship. Mm-hmm. And I tell them there's a minimum mm-hmm. as far as I, we could do weekly, bi-weekly, monthly. But if we're doing weekly, it's a minimum of two weeks. Okay. Because anybody about to just waste their time, right? Yeah. So this guy reaches out. Uh-huh. He's like... This guy reaches out. He's like, "Hey man, so um, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to do weekly." I'm like, "Cool, right? Mm-hmm. Minimum of two weeks." Yeah, but I just want to do one week, uh, because I just want to, I just want to test the water and see on my return. Just, and I say, "Listen, well, put the toe in the water." <laughs> I say, "Listen, man, I, I wish you nothing but the best, brother. But you gotta understand what I laid out to you was not that. Right. You don't think everybody just wants to get in quick on a one quick shout out situation? Come on, and man. you ain't spending no money, right?" So he's like, you know, I just want to get a guarantee. I say, listen, in in, in anything, you no can't guarantees. get a guarantee. Mm-hmm. If you get, uh, if somebody says your name on any platform, on any show, no matter how many people see it and whatever, your You're winning. sales could be one, zero, one thousand, ten thousand, a million. You never, never know. know. However you doing a sponsorship thing so if you don't get sales or something you're gonna blame your sponsor that, that doesn't, doesn't make, any, make any sense from Why a would business be? standpoint right so i say hey man <laughs> it's a two-week minimum this is what happens uh then he says how many episodes per week i say listen come on do you watch do you the watch show, the show brother? <laughs> that you want to promote on <laughs> listen, when i be talking to some people i literally <laughs> 
how many episodes have you seen per week, fam? Uh, oh, it's just about one. There's your answer, sir. <laughs> what do you think we're doing? Five episodes a week for your like people want something for nothing. You want to spend X amount of dollars for this? Oh my god! And you got and, and that's the thing, man. Like, and, and even and I don't know what this brother's nationality was, but just understand, man. We young black business. We pushing. We got it, man. And that's why, like, even when like I buy stuff from my friends, like a lot of times when I, you know, when I get stuff from people, like maybe like, no, I don't want no hookup. I mm-hmm. don't want no. Let me just buy because we have to support one another. And we just coming up on the the humble, like you know what I'm saying. We're trying to do our thing. That's why we even have rates and things affordable for the everyman. We're not trying to hit everybody over the head. We get it. We're not at a million views an episode just yet, but. We are yeah, trying you to do but don't. Name. It's going to cost a bridge. Shout out to Pretty Strands. <laughs> you guys are doing such an amazing job. If you want your hair to grow fast, you want natural products in your hair, nothing that you have to worry about stinging or harming your skin, check out prettystrands.com. Come on. And let's talk about this because um, I had to uh, hear your your opinion on this for, for a few reasons. All right. So the Millennium Tour mm-hmm. is getting back mm. together. So. They're getting back on the streets with this. And so, you know, the B2K, I believe. Because that's what the streets been asking for. For years. Is B2K. Quiet as it is kept. They, I know. They are really, you know, going to put some butts in the seats. Yeah. So, it was kind of, I don't know how I feel about this. I'll, I'll see how you feel about this first. Uh-huh. So, two of the group members of B2K had a pretty public uh, falling out. And it was over a lady. So, basically, Fizz was dealing it. with... Omarion's child's mother, April Jones, who's April Jones. thick as molasses. Yeah. And so he was messing with her after they had broken up. So, first, let's just unpack that first. Is that breaking bro code for show? Mm-hmm. Like, to be like, I felt like that was a little over. She thick as bacon grease in a Folgers can after it cool off. <laughs> 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 Does your mind think like that? She's so thick. No, she is. Oh, it makes no sense to be that thick. So, so would you break the rules for that thickness? Let me tell you something, brother. You looking at a real one? (laughs) All right. Now, here's what I will say. Okay. I I shout that brother out Mm -hmm. for finally apologizing to this man. Okay, so yeah, that was the second part of it. He apologized. Live on stage. So that's the two parts that I want to talk about. For one, was he wild for even doing it in the first place? And for two, do we respect the move for him apologizing in front of everybody? Okay. This is why I respect the apology. Okay. He apologized in front of everybody just like he disrespected him in front of everybody. Right. That's the thing that you could be like, I can give some love for that. Mm -hmm. However... Because, you know, a lot of people want to apologize in private if they've disrespected you publicly. Right. I've never been I a never fan like of that. that. It's like, like they be like, they say something really loud and rah-rah, uh-huh. but then it's like a private. But they hey, whisper hey, the, they whisper the, yeah. I was wrong about that. You know I just want to tell you sorry about that. My bad, my bad, my bad. Anytime I've disrespected somebody, I've apologized in the exact manner I've disrespected them. When me and you have had arguments, if I had it in that group chat, mm-hmm. I apologize to you in that group chat. These are facts. Um, but... Let's let's back up. Okay. Let's unpack this. Let's unpack it, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Unzip the suitcase. It's like this. <laughs> they were child stars. Mm-hmm. They grew up together. Childhood friends. Childhood too. friends. We right. know that as the public. Right. When it happens, and this is the power of that sauce, man. Mm-hmm. Power of that sauce in that box. He said, I remember seeing this and being like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We ain't really, you know, we ain't really friends. It's just like, you know, we in a group. It's business. You know, we do music and we tour, but we ain't never been friends. And everybody tell you we ain't never been friends. And I was like, but see, everybody will tell you. Hold tight. Okay. So I'm like, I'm already caught by like, 
oh, oh. it's like that because the sauce is involved right mm. then after the sauce dries up on the, i don't know what they're doing maybe they stopped kicking it now you get a chance to soberly see mm-hmm. that this man never disrespected either of you guys in public he kept it classy and he kept it so cool Shout out little, to mm-hmm. this little thing with the arms i don't know what that was and <laughs> he never disrespected them right right so then your brother comes up he says hey man i did some snake stuff I want to apologize, man. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Also, it's easy to apologize after you didn't got that box. Come on. Now, if you can apologize before you get the box, then it's That's like, That's saying right. something. But you got the box. Got it a lot. Was, mm-hmm. it was Probably got it destroy. enough to get tired of her. Got, oh, yeah. Because you know what happens. <laughs> you show me You show me a girl everybody want to smash, I'll show you somebody that's tired of doing it. So this is the thing. Okay, I feel two ways about this. For one, it's difficult to really have a ton of respect for J-Bug in this it's Lil instant. Oh, it's, was it Lil Fizz? You already getting names. J- well, okay. You're the one who brought it well, up. You got to know people's names. Make some more hit records, guys. And then <laughs> I'll remember that. I'm just, come on. <laughs> come on. I will not allow you to talk about B2K like this. Give me some more. I'm not going to lie. I'm just saying, man. Like, we ain't heard nothing since Pandemonium. It's been 20 years. What is Little Fizz doing? And don't get me started on that raspy. Okay, anyway. So, <laughs> so. Apparently, okay, he so. hasn't went flat yet. Little Fizz. He flat. Okay, okay, okay. So, Lil Fizz. This is why. Fizz left. <laughs> Lips. <laughs> so, this is why I can't fully respect it. Y'all was friends when y'all, when y'all was young. I don't care what you say. I remember back in the day, back in, y'all was 17, yeah. 18. So y'all was kids. Y'all was in a group together. For you now, I mean, you can go back and forth. <laughs> when, uh, when Tony was putting the docket together, she was like, well, is this a bro code thing? I mean, you because you know, UNCT had y'all situation back in the day. I was like, no, that was, that different. was different. That was different because she was my girlfriend. I wasn't her boyfriend. Those uh-huh. are different, you Ooh. know, <laughs> those are different situations. <laughs> and I can, I'm, I'm, I'm grown enough to admit that. But this yeah. is a different situation. As and child, we weren't, in my, we weren't that honestly, tight we yet. Weren't, we yeah. barely knew each other. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that was totally different. So, and I, for, ain't nobody in my life that mm-hmm. I could, that I would consider a friend if you went around with Kiara's mom. Like, after me oh. and Kiara, like, no, they're like, I'm, a, I'm probably oh. going to punch you in your face every time I see you. Yeah. Just because, bro, there's a billion other ones. And that just shows. Oh, <laughs> like, come on, man. We work out at the same gym. I didn't even see that. I was here to work delts and lots. Uh, delts and lots. <laughs> so, so, that's the thing. So, I can't really respect that because it truly says. We in church, oh, brother. Don't this, Come on, this, brother. Not this right keeps now. happening. I, I keep trying to play it off. Do I need no, to? it's the bottom thing. Twist the bottom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give me two seconds. Amen. But it's like, it's literally, if I am somebody that you grew up with, which he is. I took it up. They grew up in a situation where they became a group. They're training to dance. They're going all around the world. They're in the studio. They're making records. These are the only three dudes that you're around every single day. So for you to be like... Yeah, we ain't really friends. You're right, because we're family. Exactly. That's completely different than just friendship, because when you family with somebody, bro, that's a completely different bond. That's a different relationship. And if you telling me that you've seen this woman who bared my child. My child. My, my child. child. Two of them, I think, too. Nah, and I can't, that's why I can't give you that, because what it shows to Fizz's character 
is that his his morals are flat. His uh, oh, his values, awesome. <laughs> you know, are flat. Like Ooh. you know, oh, you catch his. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like you don't do that to your friend. Like so that means you look at. So that means for years you thought about it. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. And I can't really respect that. Then when you get your hand stuck in the cookie jar, I'd rather you just stand on it. Like. Just be like, nah, like, I fell in love with her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't put it on some, we wasn't friends. No, we know you were friends. We know you came up with, in the trenches with this guy. Then, this is probably the, 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 the thing I least respect about it. Do what you do. Yeah. Just don't be the type of person that does it for money. And what I mean is, let me say that correctly. Because okay. I'm not saying you can't be motivated by money and different things. But, I, but I, when it comes to morals and values, money should not shift you i genuinely feel like you did this to get back on the store you did this to, to be it's a money play i don't feel like you were sitting at home oh you don't believe it no no no. i don't know he i know that he apologized but i believe the reason he apologized oh. was to get back on that tour to get some money okay. i don't feel like you because like you said y'all not friends right if you're not friends why are you apologizing if he's just some dude, why don't you go on a tour and apologize to everybody's woman that you set up with in your life, little fish? Since, because he's not your friend, right? No, no, no. You you knew this would be a viral moment. You knew everybody would talk about it. You knew it would most likely get you back on the tour. You want to get some bread. That's the part. Was I can't he not with. on the tour? No, he had got kicked off. He kicked oh. him off the tour when all this came out. Got That's it. what I'm saying. So this was probably even a stipulation. I'm pretty. I don't know if Omarion was like. But I'm pretty sure he was like, bro, like once it, once they probably got it mended out, yeah. it, you know, he probably was like, well, I'll do this. I think that this is why this motivated this. Because if it was mm. sincere and if it was genuine, you know what I mean? Because, I, bro, you were just on TV. So which one, wh only one of these things can be true. Two things can't be true. Was it either he's not your friend, y'all was never cool, mm -hmm. or you're really sorry. Because you're not going to be sorry to somebody you don't care about that's not your friend. Ooh. He's contradicting himself. I didn't even think about the money. Yeah, that's that's just you want to get on that tour. That that loving hip hop money drying up. I get it. Little Fizz is not dropping a solo album. I don't know where this little Fizz hate where came from today. Come from? I think whatever I was feeling this week is getting deflected on him. I feel great man. at the expense of Fizz. I was thinking because <laughs> I got a chair when I was working on uh, Hip Hop Squares. Uh huh. Uh, he was one of the guys that I prepped, uh -huh. and he was cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was a nice guy. Uh, also, Tangerine wasn't around, you know, what I mean? <laughs> for him to pop at. But uh, I mean, here's the thing, bro. Everybody who has a friend in a relationship with, mm. of the opposite sex, like if you, mm. you and me are friends. If you and Tony were to break up, you don't have to worry about me even popping at her. Right. But in the situation of them, and there's a child involved, it's like, bro, I would rather you hit me with a look, man. Can I see the nudes? <laughs> <laughs> then it's like, okay. Happy medium. You know, this is a happy medium. You never try to smash my lady, uh, but I get what you want. Right. Cool. But the way that happened, and then the turncoat was but very see, unfortunate. Okay, and I think that we need to unpack this, you know, as, okay, we're both, you know, men of a certain age. Let's talk about the I'm bro. I'm 35. They're my age. <laughs> I can talk about this. I'm 42. <laughs> I'm a little bit out of control. <laughs> I need a glass of warm milk before I go to sleep. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> but let's talk about what the bro code entails. Yeah. Right? Because there's obviously layers of this. And let's just let's just go past just a few layers that are visible to the eye. Now, if you're married to somebody and y'all divorce, obviously, 
you don't mess with somebody's ex-wife. Everybody it depends on that. how they broke up. Okay, and so let's if talk I have about a relationship. Okay, so let's talk about it. So if I, I have a certain code, I've told you that. Well, t- tell me the code again. So okay, my code. I've always had a list of people that they don't ever have to worry about me trying to get with their lady if they broke up in any form or fashion. Okay, so that's There's just a like list a, of them, and you usually know them. Yeah, that list is also not long. Okay, so everybody outside of that list, if I get the opportunity. Really? Okay, well, then this is highly interesting then, okay? Because, okay, so what if a marriage is broken up from infidelity for the man? Is she open game? If the, if for for the well, none of that the man cheated. Okay, so so you okay? Well, you said it matters how they broke how they divorced. Well, in a situation of, for me, my code. You asked what the code was. Okay. If they're on this list, no matter what happened. Okay, they're just they're just okay. So under what you just said, if he cheated and she left him. If he's on my list, she's not getting. Is what you're holiday. saying is only the individuals on this list, yes. women are safe. <laughs> so there's no, st- no there's no war and love and anything. Anybody else, woman? Okay, so that means he wasn't on Fizz's list. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he needs to ask. He did that. That's his business. Why he wasn't on Fizz's list? list. Boog <laughs> and Rasby was on his list. Omar <laughs> was. Bow- like, I wonder like, who yeah. was on his. Because you would just think Omar you would. Why wouldn't you put Omarion on that list? He didn't list? put me on touch. I asked for a verse. <laughs> he didn't put me on. Fizz didn't have much of a career after B2K. You know what's unfortunate is... Him and Book. When it comes to group... Well, Book, I uh, think... Uh, Was Book the Ronnie DeVoe of B2K? That's an interesting reference. <laughs> I like it. What did Ronnie DeVoe do? I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm going to see these things in the dark alley and get hit with metal pipes. <laughs> It's going to be Boog and Roddy DeVoe. Ooh, Roddy DeVoe from Boston. Man. I just feel like, what did Boog do? Listen, let's stick with Fizz. <laughs> now with Fizz, I always think about groups that have rappers in them. Uh-huh. And if the rapper doesn't do any songs or guest spots on other p- artists' songs, mm-hmm. I'm like, how come? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Because you look at somebody like even Lil Zane. What he happened did, to Lil Zane? He's on BMF right now. Is he? But what yeah. happened to his career? He ain't little no more. <laughs> that's he that's fat? old man Zane. Old man Zane. <laughs> I don't even feel like you could have, like, if it's Zane, I feel like when you get a certain age, you got to drop that. That sounds like 26 max. What is your name? What are we doing? <laughs> so not, and I, when you really think about it, I don't think we give Omarion enough credit for the for the weight that he pulled in that group. He was the Beyonce of B2K. More than that, though, because at least Kelly could sing. Kelly is great. And okay, she nobody act. else in B2K. I feel like I'm going to get B2K mobs oh, yeah. to trash me this episode. I don't care. It makes me feel better. But <laughs> I don't like B2K. Raz B never featured on those songs outside of that group. <clears throat> nobody ever had a book they gonna bump, bump, bump your ass. <laughs> Hey, no boy. Boom, boom, boom. He never, like, what did, did Wait, you know what one of the worst, one of the worst choruses in history? What? It's B2K and Canada. What were they doing? It was just random roll calls. They, I feel oh. like he, he did a lot of heavy lifting for that group because yeah. nobody else did nothing but dance. He was the star, bro. Because none of them, like, when you really think about it, like, you, I bet he was up in the studio. I bet when them royalty checks came out, he was looking at niggas like, nah, nah. 
This all you got to put some more cheese on this enchilada. And they should never have the rapper in a group doing the dance routines. I think that's another thing that was his demise. Who rapped in the group? Was it Little Fizz? Yeah, Little Fizz was the rapper. He didn't sing. He was the rapper. So it's like, <laughs> once you see a rapper doing this... With a That's chair. Exactly. Anybody buy no album. Exactly. We don't want to see you with no hoodie and no Tims later after that. You hey, just did hey the yo, centipede. Hey yo, 50. <laughs> you know, I just left uh, 2K. Who's 2K? You playing basketball? No, no, no. <laughs> B2K. <laughs> and, you know, I'm trying to get on the verse. We just, we try. <laughs> All right, sir. Call it C2K. I'm under with, <laughs> under with the Crips. So, now nah, I think that this is what I do think the rules are, though. Ex-wives, you definitely don't do it. If they got a kid, don't do it. Now, this is the one, though. Some some dudes out here, and we've had this conversation all the Some of these dudes will get mad if you just smash the same woman right. that they smashed. I, I've had this happen in my life. I've, I've smashed the same, the same woman as a guy, and he got mad. And I'm like, well... You are bareback belcher. <laughs> that what is. What I got to do with anything? <laughs> it has everything to do with something. What? <laughs> if you're bareback belcher, and another guy got to go after that, dog. But, the, but is, okay, but the dude that we talk about, he was married too. So <laughs> how you married? You getting mad? <laughs> Listen, man, I don't know that brother's business. I'm just going to say, in any form, I'm talking general. I feel if like somebody comes behind a brother named Bearback Belcher, <laughs> he has a right to be upset. Hey, who, who you been letting in this thing? BB. Who's BB? BB. Bearback Belcher. Boom, boom, boom. That's something to be angry at. I, I think that the rule should just be because I don't, I don't think that I've ever smashed any of my homies' girls, and never if I wanted to. Nice. So I just think that should be the 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 general consensus. Like if especially if I see that you like her or mm-hmm. why would I do like you know what I mean? I, I just, should never be punished for being introduced to a great piece of quality. It's like, oh no, look at this. but okay. You just brought Kool-Aid but, over here. But this is I how, didn't even know I wanted Kool-Aid. This is how you gotta look at this though. Uh-huh. There are billions upon billions of women. Yeah. If you know your guy is dealing with one, why? Oh, that but then again, the I list. know the list. But beyond the list How many people would you say is on your list? Ballpark. At max five. <laughs> and I haven't even looked at the list in a minute. <laughs> you only, how do you, I, I would have thought that the list would have grew over uh, the years. Yeah, if, if anything, it's gotten shorter. If I see that list and I ain't on it, we trading hands. Listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? I better be on that guy. <laughs> Listen, man. I told you Tony's off limits. <laughs> Alright, Bill. Who else do we got on this thing? It was a couple other things I wanted to uh chop up. But listen, when about. it comes to bro code, like truly, I would say in the average person's mind, mm-hmm. bro code is yo, if I if you see that I've loved her mm-hmm. off limits. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's just somebody you saw me with, do your thing, right? I've never understood how women could be a okay. You ever see how a woman gets approached by a guy, right? Right. And she might be like, oh, no, thank you. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to holler at her friend, and then she's mad at him hollering at the friend. It's like, you just turned him down. Now, that's a now that's interesting. Yeah. Because guys, like, we're like, you know what I'm saying? We're, women, why do y'all do that? Yeah. That br- if you don't want him, why are you tripping? And then maybe that's why guys end up doing that and end up messing with their friends because you turned us down. You t- It's like, my thing is this. 
if anybody should be angry, it should be the girl that he goes at after you. Because she was number two. Because she was number two. Mm-hmm. But how can number one be upset at the guy going after number two? And they like, because he should be trying to holler at my girls. You shouldn't have turned him down. If he's not your speed, why do you care? Facts. If anything. But women are a lot cattier than men to women. where they'll be like, well, as soon as. It's just that pants up. She, he got, she got my left out of us. And it's like, and why would something. you have to? Exactly. I want to also talk about um, this, keeping it in, in the. Uh, have you ever had that? What? Where you hollered at a girl, she said, no, you got a friend, and she got mad? And the girl got mad? Yeah. Um, I I do believe at least once or twice, I'm thinking, who did that happen with? I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. I know that it's happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, I think I ended up in a relationship with a girl. With a number yes. two or a number one? With a number two. I hollered at her friend first, and at the same party, this is when I was super young, at the same party, and she wasn't really rocking with me, so I went to number two. I don't know if they either one of them knew that, but how far did it go with number two? <clears throat> she ended up becoming my girlfriend. Oh wow! So did you ever have any smoke with number one? She just was. It was always like a weird energy, and there was like a little friction between. Did you them. know that they were friends? No, because I met them both at a party. Got it. That's what I'm so saying. I got both. Surprise. That's innocent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I knew. I like kind of seen them together. Mm-hmm. I just you know got one's number, got the other one's number, and then I went to one first. Bro, I went so. <clears throat> This is one of the times uh, Sydney and I were hanging out, Sydney Castillo, mm-hmm. and we were at like a Denny's hanging out after a show, mm-hmm. and we met these two girls, right? And um, one girl was really cute, mm-hmm. and the other one I didn't really notice, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't holler at number one because mm-hmm. I was just like, mm, I'm just talking to number two. Number two seemed into me energy wise, right. so I'm you know talking to number two. And months go by, I don't think anything of it because I we didn't exchange numbers or nothing. Mm-hmm. And then I see number two out without realizing that that was number two. Okay. I saw her from behind and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> she had that she had that thumbnail. Man, she had that thumbnail, boy. And I was like, hey, how you doing? And she was like, you don't remember me? First of all, I hate when women say, oh, they always know, coming back for the rap, for the real. Rap, 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 oh yeah, and I'm like. <laughs> What is your name? Women are much different than men in that regard. Like, uh-huh. if a woman was overweight, like at one point in her life, and say she loses a hundred pounds, she'll walk around with those jeans. And like, she'll she'll never mess with the dude. She'll be like, "You didn't want me when yeah. I was at my big nigga." Like, nigga, when I lost weight, I went on a tour. Any oh, chick yeah. that wasn't trying to have me, hey, I I'm get it. Back. I'm back. So women are much different in that regard. Because men also. I first of all nothing but love for big girls and thick women, mm-hmm. but a lot of them don't look right when they lose that weight, boy. Ain't no way, boy. Ain't no goddamn way, boy. Yeah, you, you're right. Sometimes no, I think it's it's catch or, it's hit or miss. It's not always. It's not a it's not a one size fits all. No pun intended. It's not. <laughs> I've seen some that lost that weight, and you'd be like, so so. Are you a firm believer? Because I I, I ain't gonna lie. Because people used to say this to me a lot, like during my weight loss journey, uh-huh. and of course I'm still on it. But they always say stuff like, "Well, some people just don't look right small." That's true. You're one of those people. I'm like, what? Like they told you you don't look right. Small. People tell me I don't look right because I had a big head. You do have a big head. Hey, but it's like <laughs> you can't control it. I can't. You gotta. You gotta. Uh, your head is like a triangle block. But <laughs> my head is like a triangle. Yeah. Block. But it's because your head is. I think that you thought that that was a compliment. It wasn't. I feel like <laughs> if was you like, ever, he was like, "Yeah, triangle block." Like, no, that's rude, nigga. If you ever went to jail, you're not doing this is gonna make it better. If you ever went to jail and they had the bars like on TV, uh-huh. I feel like you could do this. <laughs> 
I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, you fools. But nah, that's the thing. I think that they used to tell me stuff like that. Like, yeah. like so you believe, so you sign up for that line of thinking that some people just look better big. Yes. There are, listen, man, you, I've seen people, okay? Because uh-huh. people say that people. about Big Boy. People be like, I don't like Big Boy. He looked much better. And they say that about Al Sharpton. Listen, man. Listen. Jonah Hill wasn't booking this many movie roles. Listen, brother. I. <laughs> you can say your opinion. This is a safe space. Let's stick with Big Boy. It's just thousands of people that watch yeah. it. <laughs> uh, also, shout out to everybody that's been watching. Like, the episodes are going crazy. Yes. The love in the comments is unparalleled. Um, you guys have been listening on the podcast apps Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Yes. Um, Spotify showing a lot of love. Please keep sharing. Everybody knows at least one person, so send this to somebody. As you hear me saying this, send yes. it to somebody. Yes. But uh, Big Boy, mm-hmm. I was first. I first saw him on Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, he was about about five Honda. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. a big guy, and I was like, man, this dude is so funny, right? Mm-hmm. And he lost weight, and it was for his health, right? right? So I can't make fun of that. It's a, it's a huge thing to do that, man. That's huge. Mm-hmm. However. <laughs> You can make fun of it. He he, he, he survived it. He's still here with he us. He survived it. I feel like if he ain't making it off the table, then it's like, hey, you're a jerk for saying it. But I just feel like he needs a little bit more meat on him. And then see, you get to, who's your second one? Um, Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton, you wilder. <laughs> Al, you, you out here, man. So you feel like, but see, that's the thing that you I have. I feel like if you saw Al Sharpton and you were like, <laughs> you would just be like, all right, brother, calm it down, brother. <laughs> So you feel like, because that's the thing, because I, I, I kind of suffered with that, but I never got small enough for people, where people was like, hey, man. So I feel like maybe if I would have like maybe dropped like another 40 from last summer. So I feel like if I would have got down to like 205, 210, people would be like, eh, okay. Well, enough. because of the way your head looks, you would be okay small, right? Because <laughs> you don't have a big guy's head. You have this... <laughs> Triangle block head. So it goes. Stop calling me a block head. Listen, man. That's all I hear every time you say it. Because of the way your head is. Right. You would look great small. So I don't think you would have to worry about it. You're already small, but even Uh, smaller than you are. Got you. Yeah. This is another question I wanted to ask. I know it's been, you know, a long time since you've been on a first date or any date, you know, outside of your wife. But um, I like your dates with her. It's very fun because it's like, it's that pressure is off. You just get a chance mm-hmm. to enjoy each other. You ain't got to say so. Uh, so oh, oh, you oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That's small talk on the first day. Oh my god. Yeah, I, there's nothing that makes me want to go back to a relationship to start that. Yeah, that race, especially in 2021. Like it's, can't it's say that totally crazy. No, you giving up this box after the seller. All right, <laughs> and just this like the dating sites. It's yes, just, it's, I, we it's, were talking about that the other day. Like I don't know how people. How can you find a connection? Well, I know how they can because I was a, a, a MySpace Mac and a Facebook. A MySpace Mac? I was a MySpace Mac. Well, how was you macking on MySpace? Woo. Your top eight was lit? Yo, I used to literally reach out to girls on MySpace and be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Da, 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 something cool. Mm-hmm. And then just get up with them. Like if I was in that city, For oh, what? it was the best. I it fe- was like, a, like whatever a Tinder is, it was mm-hmm. like that. I feel like MySpace was like the first thing that really popped. It was here and then it was just gone. I feel like it was here for like two years and then it was just me. Remember niggas, was, they were teaching us to code. Oh yeah. They were teaching us to build our little top eights and 
And then all of a sudden, Facebook came and nobody. I got the music in the back of my head. <laughs> So my stuff MySpace used to be lit. Man, people pages used to slow down your computer. You're like, okay, I can't come. That used thing. to be. This is the thing I wanted to ask you about, though. So let's just say you were on a date. I was a up. Facebook fella. <laughs> Facebook boy. fella. Um, what would you do if you were on a date and a chick called you another dude's name? A date or a date. sex? Okay. A date. I've had a girl call me a different dude's name during sex. We'll get to that in a second. I just kept going. Uh, <laughs> like, right. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, whatever. <laughs> on a first date, I mean that doesn't really bother me because it's like I'm we don't have anything invested in one another for her to say it now. What do you mean? You guys have done enough to say that you're gonna be paying for that date? That was not discussed. And <laughs> <laughs> for my name to not be mentioned, this is somebody that doesn't know me. So it's like, oh, I'm sorry, uh da 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 da. Like I have no claim to this woman. But in a, a intimate capacity, it mm-hmm. depends on how long we've been intimate with each other. For you to, like, if Tangerine called me somebody's name, oh, yeah, best, somebody. yeah. she's not gonna be living here. <laughs> but uh, if it was just you know a random, it's like, what do you, you know what I mean? No, nah, that's that that that's what I'm saying. When it happened to me, it wasn't random. Like that's why I didn't even trip. I was just like, oh, whatever. Like, oh, you were in a relationship with her? No, it was just a random. Oh, just a random. It, was, it wasn't a random. Uh-uh, it was just a random. So I was just like. Okay. Oh, Claude. Well, I'll be Ben. You smashed somebody name. What was his name? Ben. All right. Ben. He said it more than once, too. I was like, okay. Oh, ben wasn't that great. Okay. What did she say? Huh? What did she say after you said it? Nothing. Like, she she said it twice. I didn't even stop her. Oh, wow. I never like, brought it up. Never brought it up. I mean. Have you ever said another girl's name? Not loud enough for her to hear. Wow. But I have said it and been like, yeah, that's why I don't really get to. What you say? Uh, that's why, to, to be very honest, I don't really talk during sex. It's probably weird, but like, I, ooh, baby, baby, I, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I, I, I genuinely be. Um, but see, if I was on a date and a chick called me somebody else's name, I, I'd feel offended because it's like, no, you don't owe me the the homage of being oh super into me and uh, overly doing it. But if you're on a date with me, I would like to assume that you've given it enough time and thought to. Know me enough. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we've had a couple of conversations. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you're you're looking to build, and not just being like he could. Now, if it's just a simple, you know, like a mistake, like you were, you know, my name is, you know, Tony, and you were talking about somebody named Tom, and with the conversations about Tom, you're like, oh, and Tom, I get that, but. If you call me somebody else's name on the first date, that's probably going to be our last date. Man, I'm last dates, especially, that. it's like, for you to be able to get another date, uh-huh. you should always get pretty strands. Pretty strands <laughs> is something that allows your hair to grow naturally without any harmful chemicals to your scalp. Where can they find it at? Man, prettystrands.com. Come on, man. You know? And we've been having a good time. Oh, side note, did you see this? Yeah. The NFL halftime show. Oh, my goodness, So, they bro. got Dr. Dre, yeah. Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, yeah. Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige. I, I don't know where the Mary J. Blige part came. That was random. That was just random. Like, she's East Coast. They're all West Coast. Well, Eminem is Midwest. But she, she's a singer. It's just, This is all hip-hop. It was just... I was, but I'm not mad at Mary J. being there. It was just like, you know, if you heard just four or five rappers and then it's just like... Have you seen her documentary? Who, Mary J. Blige? Yeah. Where is it at? Oh, it's on Hulu. So check this out, man. Naeem posted this on his page, and Mm -hmm. I was so thankful somebody other than me said it, because Mm -hmm. Tangerine and I have been talking about this for months. Okay. Mary J. Blige has a documentary about her uh, album, her second album, which was... um, Multi-platinum. Was it Share My World or My Life? or? Yeah, My Life, I think. My Life. And it was so fire. 
And people were coming up to her at concerts and telling her how much they loved her and how much that album helped them through everything. Mm -hmm. And they were like literally crying. And she was like, come on, let's get this picture. (laughs) (laughs) And when Naeem said it, I said, thank you. Because I have literally been saying this for months. I'm Uh like, imagine spilling your heart out to somebody Mm -hmm. and they just say, Let's get this. Picture. <laughs> it was so. I'm like Mary J. Blige. Where's your, say something back to them. Say yo, something you know when just... I was in that moment, or give them some. Like when people reach out to me, bro, uh-huh. when they're heartfelt, or when I see them in person, uh-huh. I'm with them in that moment. I'm like, what? Because I'm so humbled uh-huh. that I could have done anything to change somebody's life or for in the their better, life at all, or just influence impacted. them. Yeah, impacted. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, like this is what I have felt with people like a Martin or other mm-hmm. people that I've met in my life. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe you did this for me. Was Bentley she doing Guy this Evans. to several people? Like she was doing this to several people when she would take the picture. She just didn't have a lot of energy for nobody. got to watch it. I bet really? you you want to talk about it next week. I bet you. I'm wow. talking about people who change your life. <laughs> and I'll be like, I'll be like, I'm in it with you, bro. Uh-huh. Like, man, yo, like, thank you, man. Like we all go through stuff uh-huh. and, just the fact that I was able to, you said that I was able to do that, that means a lot. Like, right. just or whatever something, the case. Not just. Should be like, <laughs> come on, come on. Let me, let me ask you this before, my mind. before we even move on to, yeah. to who else is on the thing. Do you, how do you feel about when it's, because people always say this about her, and I never wanted to believe it, because yeah. I was just like, no, I don't want to believe this mm-hmm. about Mary J. Blige. But the more years have gone by, I'd be like, well, maybe this is right about uh-huh. Mary J. Blige. Do you feel like her career, and her song matter much like Adele, only really pushes the needle when it's about sad stuff happening in her love life. And what I mean is, it's no shade to Mary J. Blige. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. I think she's a dope artist. But when you think about the dopest records that she comes out with, they're usually marred in some really sad story mm-hmm. of love gone wrong. Whenever she kind of tries to, to, I don't mean to laugh, but like you know, when she tries like a club hit, like the dancery is that was like, fire. What's a dancery? In this dancer, didn't say how the song went. <laughs> ain't never looked. Google what's a dancery. <laughs> I mean, some stuff just gotta. You know, the but, beat. but that just really wasn't. It was just like, what is this? It's even every time I would hear it, I would just be like, what is this? You know what? To answer your question, bro, nobody likes a happy Mary, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because she probably got a catalog of happy hits, and the label just be like, hey, go get nah. sad. <laughs> because what it is is. The reason people connected to Mary J. Blige was because of her feelings and her emotions mm. that got them through what they were going through. Right. And we have people to sing happy stuff for us. Mm-hmm. But it's like the person who's going to bring that pain out because her voice has so much pain and story inside of it. Right. That that's what she can sing. She's a great trauma singer. But when you start I hearing. <laughs> yeah, man. But when you start hearing, oh, happy day with that voice, you're like, ah, <laughs> you know. So it's also the way she got in. Mm-hmm. Like the way you get in was kind of the way you stay. Yeah, because that's what made you pop. So it's like if I popped for <laughs> if I popped for making popcorn, and then <laughs> randomly I'm like, hey y'all, I also make biscuits. Yeah, like, maybe we'll get like, your biscuits. <laughs> we go to popcorn, fam. Nah, 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 nah. Y'all ain't tasted my biscuits. <laughs> I remixed it. Yeah, I remixed the but biscuits. That, I think that's the same thing that's happening to um, Adele. Mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't heard nothing from her. Said, Hello from the like the it was a set. It's also it same with sadness. Taylor Swift, but Taylor Swift has leaned into it. She like, look, I'm just I need this pain. a story. 
I'm about to date somebody, break up with them, make some. And then give you all this album. Yeah, man. Only Yo. person who can sing happy and sad. Ooh, Beyonce? I love Beyonce. Yeah. Woo! You know, somebody said something the other day that was kind of, um, they said something about Beyonce's catalog about her not having a classic album, I think, or like, or classic songs. Did you see it? I don't want to say it wrong. Tony knows. I think they said she doesn't have any like classic songs. I was like, no, I think she got to Send me their address so I can mail them some hands. <laughs> I hate when people, because there are a lot of people who don't like Beyonce, and uh -huh. those are people who are just genuinely unhappy. Mm -hmm. But, man, Beyonce so amazing. I love Beyonce. And she I can do. I love Beyonce. I love Usher. Man, I rock with Justin Timberlake. But Usher and Beyonce, my ultimate those artist. Those are your goats? Man, next to Andre 3000, of course. Andre 3000 don't do enough music for me. I'm sorry, though, boy. Uh, before we he end the show. No, he does. No, no, see. No, 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 no. So let me tell you this. Because this is the same way I feel about Lauryn Hill. People always say that Nicki Minaj is the best. I mean, that, that Lauryn Hill is the best female rapper. A lot of people don't ever want to give Who Nicki. Who says this? A lot of people. A lot of people won't ever give Nicki Minaj, like, greatest, you know, woman rapper. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how? I was like, just off of sheer volume and the things that she's accomplished, you got to make her the greatest. But one of the names that always comes up is Lauryn Hill. I'm like, bro, Lauryn Hill don't rap enough. Bro, she had one album, one solo album. She rapped. I had to listen to the whole album for a debate. She only rapped nine verses on. She rapped more on the Fuji's album than mm -hmm. she did on her solo album. So much like... Like like Andre three thousand. I mean, I love the stuff that he did with with Outkast, but you got to count those as group outings. No. He only did one solo album, and he sung on half of it. You can't discount him because he is a part of a rap duo. His verses are part of those albums. Okay, then I'll give you that. But then you okay. So then you gave me what five albums? You gave me the Southern Playlist. Kind of How like many Funky does Mention. it take for you? No, I mean I'll give him that, but I just don't think he has enough volume. When you think about how many albums Jay has, how many albums Nas has, how many albums Drake has, I feel like he doesn't give us enough volume of work. I'm starting to feel the same way about Kendrick Lamar. I love Kendrick. But does he give us enough? Sometimes he disappears. Quality is better than quantity, brother. And I need you to remember that. I, okay. I don't quality. need you to drop every summer. But are you still telling me you're still looking at Kendrick as one of the dopest in the game? I never said he was. You just mentioned that. But most, but the general consensus, and it's no shade to, to Kendrick. I love Kendrick. I love what he does. But I just feel like, bro, you can't go five, six years without dropping an album and still be like, I'm the GOAT. Like, it just does, doesn't work like that. You can. You can. Let's look at stand up comedy. Okay. If oh, Eddie I'm Murphy that you dropped that. A, a special tomorrow, okay, after taking a thirty-year hiatus, mm -hmm. your response would be what? Listen, it's going. It's not going. It's a different world. I didn't for say Eddie. it wasn't. It's, We're it's, not even talking about that. Okay. We're talking about. Would just, I be excited to go watch him? Just the brass text. Yes. Does he still be able to hold on to one of the goat titles as the king of comedy, dropping a special or not? Listen. With his two specials, he's still one of the greatest of all time. And under what you're saying, the volume isn't there. Okay. This is what I'm going to say about that. And, and this, taking time off. Go ahead. Okay. I got another point. This is, this is what I'm going to say. If it's anything like there was in seeing what happened with Coming to America 1 and Coming to America 2, which was a movie, which is different than stand-up in many ways, I understand. But the movie didn't hit the same. I don't know if Eddie can still move the needle on that step because he had so much more freedom to to do what he was doing. Now, could he possibly? I'm not saying he couldn't. Who am I to sit here and doubt Eddie freaking Murphy? But if you were to ask me, like as a betting man, is he still going to be able to 
give you like a goat type performance in 2021, knowing he's going to be way more shackled with and not just shackled with what he can say, but then shackled with the burden of expectation. He's everybody's daddy out here in, in comedy. Like he made everybody want to do this. So I don't know. And okay. I think that, and and he's even spoken to that point. I think it is the same reason why we'll never get a detox from Dre. Sometimes those expectations can be too much and you don't know if what you're doing can survive now. Okay. Let's have this conversation. To the, I'm glad we're having it. <laughs> to the second part of that where you said you can't take that many years off. You can't take five, six years off and then come back. Like what? Let's talk about Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle dropped Killing Them Softly and For What It's Worth. Oh, and Killing Them Softly, I thought, was brilliant from beginning Fire. to end. And For What It's Worth, he did like two jokes, two bits, because mm. he was really ranting about what he was going through, which was a precursor mm. to him losing the Chappelle show, or le- I'm sorry, leaving the Chappelle show. Mm. And I was like, okay, like he had a point, a message. It was sprinkles of who he's become. Mm-hmm. Now you see Chappelle, who took seven years off seven. from doing specials, dropped nothing but specials, and now his last, his final special is coming this Tuesday. Uh, that would have it probably aired last night, so we could talk about that. We got it. We, the next I almost want to do a watch party for that because from what I'm hearing, this is his last one. I just said that. Oh, you did. Well, that goes it. to show that you're only. <laughs> wow, this is happening in front of everybody. Speak. You don't even listen. I just didn't hear that one part. That was the main point. I hate him, and you're right. <laughs> but but you just made my point for me. He was able to do what he did, and he. Is a god with a microphone. Let's go back, though, boy. Let's really unpack this, bro. (laughs) Why? What is in your mind? Because that is that's that's narcissism. Is it? What in your mind says? Okay, okay. I can talk now. What? (laughs) What what in your mind? It's almost like my mind hears the things that we need to hold (laughs) on to, (laughs) and then it's like, okay, we got this. Compartmentalizes and then says, okay, here's what we can say. And I can't believe I just did that live on camera. I don't think it's narcissism. That's narcissism. What is? You don't even know the definition of narcissism. I'm not gonna do definitions anymore. But what I will do with narcissism. I don't think you know what it means. You're self-consumed with yourself. I mean, you're self-consumed with yourself. (laughs) You're self-consumed. Everything is about you, which is true because you're also a Leo. But beyond that, you don't even recognize that you don't listen. You just wait to speak. All right. (laughs) I had nothing to. I didn't want to just keep beating the dead horse. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. But this is what I'm saying. But you did make my point for me. You said seven years. And this is why I got excited because I was like, oh, you got a good point. (laughs) You said seven years, right? And it was still difficult for him. He didn't come back banging out the... Listen. Yes, he... No, when he came... So when he came back, that first one was cool. But then he built up a little... And So what... I feel like he's dropped like four since he came back. Because he had a four... A four deal joint with them, right? Wait, one, two, three. No, he had a uh, a three, three deal, deal, and now then okay. he did a four. I feel like he did. Also, you got to remember the YouTube special. I mean, the Instagram special. He did. Right. He did the one about um, getting his show back, mm-hmm. and then he did the George Floyd one. So he's done about five to six and pieces. You got to count those. As yeah, so you got to count those. So he took seven off, and then he's had five to six pieces with Eddie. Eddie's. People don't even understand this because we don't ever think about it. He's literally been gone from stand-up 30 years. I said that as well. So, closer to 40. No, it's not closer to 40. The last one came out in what? 
82? Yes. If my math serves me correctly. No, no, no. It didn't come out in 82. I think that the, it did. No, the last one came out in 87. Okay. So 35 years. Yeah. Because we're about to go to 20. So that is, if you, if you, so let's just say it's 35 years for that one. And then Delirious came out in 82 for That's, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're talking about 35 and 39 years versus a seven year layoff. Times change. He may be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? I, I hope just because just the comic in me wants to see it, just the fan in me wants to see it. But when you take that much time off and then when you Nobody's just. Nobody's ever done it. Exactly. And he only has two specials. So it's like we're still. Iconic. They stand on. It's the same thing with, with, with rap. Like sometimes when people say that Biggie is in ghost status, I'll be like with two albums. Like, and that's no shade to Big. They're great albums, but it's two albums. It's dated production. It's dated flows. Like Tupac's we, production isn't dated, even it, though he cranked out all I feel the same. I, I don't understand why Pac being people's top five. But what you just said goes against your point because you said Biggie can't be considered GOAT because he only has two albums. Mm-hmm. The production and everything is aged out. It hasn't. Mm-hmm. That stuff still plays to this day, especially hypnotized. But then you talk about Tupac, who made, what, 20 albums? First of all, for him to have had enough content to go for 20 albums. Right. And for you to still say he shouldn't be in the top five. Well, because I I mean, my thing with Pac is just much different. Like, I'm a rapper's rapper. Mm -hmm. I don't, I feel like Pac was good at storytelling and invoking emotion. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think he was an amazing rapper. Like, what he did with his words, his cadences, it was just. Okay, like, and, that, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way because I live in California. People, I've seen fights break out over Tupac slander. I'm not jumping in. I'm breaking one <laughs> so on one. So I'm just like, I don't, you know. So when, so to bring it back to the initial thing. So when I hear something like uh, Andre, like I, whoever is your favorite is your favorite, and they deserve to be your favorite. But I just don't feel like he's put up enough reps. Like I want to, and trust me, I I probably love Andre just as much, if not more, than you do. I get frustrated with Andre for not rapping more. It's like... No, I think we all do it. It's like, bro, like... And same thing with Eddie Murphy. And that's why I feel like... You know, because remember Eddie was supposed to come back like in 2019... Before the pandemic happened. Yeah. He's been talking about this for years, but I... to deal with Netflix. You know, but I just... What would that sound like? We've never... Because obviously we're not going to hear the same type of stand-up that we heard from him back in the day. Okay, did you ever ever see him um, at the... yeah, it's the uh, the award. Um, Dave Chappelle just won it recently. The um, humanitarian. Yes, yeah, the humanitarian award, but it is the. I'm gonna think of the name right after the podcast. He won it like a year or two ago, right? Yeah. The um, in the comments, type the name of the award. The Tonys. It, no, it wasn't a Tony. It was a uh, Mark Twain. Who's yeah, Frank? come oh. on, come through. Oh, I would have never God. guessed Mark Mark Twain. Oh, That's great. The comments would have eaten nice. me. Nice. Mark Twain, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so he won the Mark Twain Award where he uh, talked about Bill Cosby. He did the impression. He did a quick bit about Bill, and then he continued to accept his award. And it was still fine. That was him on stage in the moment being just off the top of the head. He's still hilarious. Mm-hmm. The thing is, yes, times have changed, but so has he. So it's not like he's this 80s comedian living, excuse me, in the 20s. Right. He's literally Eddie Murphy grown with the times caught up with the times and he's still here i would love to hear it i just encino man i know but i just would be like what and 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 you and sometimes did you ever see encino man i was one of my favorite movies all right with parley shore 
Polly Shore yeah. is lit. Buddy. What was the dude that played in that movie with him? I feel like he kind of disappeared after that. Brendan Fraser. He's Where actually he on Doom Patrol right now. Is he? Yeah, season three. He's nice. been working. With uh, the, um, what was I? I just was about to say something about Eddie. Oh, like I, sometimes I see glimpses. Like when I seen Dolomite, I was like, this is what I missed. This is the old Eddie. But I don't always get that with his movie. Sometimes it'd be like. Well, also you can look at ratings too, man. He's a professional actor. So it's like when you right. go within a rating system, if you can do a hard R comedy, great. That's why a lot of people love Cat Williams. They love Mike Epps. You saw mm. Kevin do a rated R comedy. And you're like, oh, this is great because you get Tiffany blew mm-hmm. up off a radar. You kind of just let the reins loose. But the thing that people who are regular people don't understand, the rating systems for movies are specific. Okay. It's like when you go see a movie and it's rated R, you're going to get the movie that you want in a lot of circumstances. Mm-hmm. But when you see a rated PG or PG 13, you're mm-hmm. not going to get the comedy that you want. So. Eddie Murphy, that uh, Coming to America 2 was PG-13. And I never... It wasn't rated R like the first one. I never understood that. And I always heard different theories. And I won't expound on the theories that I've heard. But I'm pretty sure you've heard some theories. I never understood why... And and mind you, Eddie Murphy owes none of us any explanation. He's He's richer than any of us. And, you know, he's done his thing. His house is beautiful. Yeah. So, but I never understood just from a... a, from a consumer's standpoint, I never understood why he abandoned R-rated comedy. I've heard the stuff about, hey, I got kids. You know, I want them to be able to enjoy my films. Okay, I get that. But I'm just like, he was the king of R-rated films. I mean, from Coming to America to Harlem Nights to Boomerang to Vampire in Brooklyn. Like, I just felt like he was on a path to just change you know, entertainment, and then something happened, and then, and it's not that I don't like Nutty Professor Eddie, or I don't like Norbit Norbit Eddie, I just don't enjoy them as much as I like Dirty Eddie. Are you ready for this? What's up? Everybody likes the person who's dirty, Mm -hmm. however, Steve Harvey made more money off of Don't Trip, God Ain't Through With Me Yet, than he did off of uh, one of his, uh, one of his uh, cold black I don't even know if it was called Black. I think it was the, it was like Black Comedy Series uh-huh. that he had done right after Kings of Comedy, which was rated R. And the reason mm. that is, is you make more money when every... This is what they told me doing stand-up. Okay. This is the amount of money that you can make being raw, saying all of the crazy stuff you want cussing. Mm-hmm. This is the amount of money that you can make when you're clean. Oh, so then Because it was... everybody can see it. Your grandma can watch it. You ain't got to mute the TV. And he did. He's the voice of the donkey in Shrek. Come on, man. So, Shrek made way, way more than, way more than, than Boomerang. Yeah. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like a lot of times it's a money play. I, mean, I just wish that he just would have given us like once every one every three years would have been a cool fix. Because he's so dope when he's, he's in amazing. that pocket. I feel like nobody. Dolomite was rated R. You loved I loved that. it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like when he gets back. I lo- but I loved him in Dreamgirls. Dreamgirls. I loved him when he can just. Be Eddie. I kind of feel like the other stuff puts a little, you know, of a restraint on it. But I would. Well, you just like artists not being able to be, not having to be restrained. Yes, I want them yeah. to be able to. And he's like, and I think he started the whole movement for not being restrained. And then we just watched him be restrained for 20 years. Well, you got to understand, man, people grow, people get older. You're not the same person. You're not the same doughboy as you were 10 years ago. Six months ago. See? <laughs> so, nah. So, we'll bring it back to the original thing. So, this halftime show, we got. Wait, even this podcast. Like, I was giving the example of uh, of King mm-hmm. uh, wanting me to be like I was when I was 21. And I'm like, hey, man, 
said, hey, you, you said King? Yeah, Marcus King. Okay. When we were talking about he wanted the raw me. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, the raw me at that time was a kid that was ignorant to everything. Mm-hmm. I was cussing for no reason, and I was saying some really crude stuff. And those kind of things in the world that we live in now is ridiculous to say, mm-hmm. are ridiculous to say because it's like I'm a grown man now. I know the impact of my words. So even looking at this video, we're not doing no hard cursing. I'm trying to get you to stop saying the N-word. Oh, no. Not- like, <laughs> we're trying because this makes this right. compared to this. No, and I got to give you your props on that. Like CT is 100% responsible just for this podcast even being as clean as it is because you know i come in and he was just the person behind the scenes like though you know we're going to be messing up our monetization if we do this that da, da, da. you know even the first from couple episodes was yellow oh yeah so even just saying the d words when you're you know referring to male anatomy or yeah. just different things was like yo don't say and what it also let me know is that we're talented enough to not rely yeah. on profanity. It doesn't have to be our Now, on stage line. live? Oh, right. boy. Oh, you go to town. cussing storm. Right. <laughs> but when you Kids hear. Kids be like, how old you got to be to come to the show? Yeah. Not your age, Exactly. Player. You got to be a little older, baby. Why? So, with the. Um, now, with the, with, the, with the Super Bowl, the reason why I feel this kind of really cool about this mm-hmm. is because, you know, Jay-Z has signed on to kind of partner up with the NFL a couple right. years ago. And then his first year of the Super Bowl, everybody was mad at the choices. Man, like, who are these. People like you're supposed mm-hmm. to be hip hop, but People apparently think you could just start a job and be and just, the man and right evoke there. Change right, yeah. So for him to Ooh. circle back and bring Eminem, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop, and Mary J. Blige, also, and it's gonna probably, and it's gonna be in L. A. You know that yeah, right? It's gonna be in LA. This year. Also, it was booked. Like here's the thing: with events like that, they book a year or two in advance. Right. So this was probably booked two years, two years ago, and people were still getting mad at them. People, the people ain't never happy. We're gonna have uh, Miley Cyrus <laughs> and uh, Bruno Mars uh, this year. <laughs> Jay Z messing up, man, man. Like, bro. They yeah, had it for booked. the culture. It was booked. How you feeling about this? You, this, I, this is the most excited I've been in a long time. I'm laughing because they think that they have. Because, you know, they had to add a token white person. Mm-hmm. They think Eminem's white. Oh, yeah. He... That's the funny thing. They're like, oh, we need somebody white. And it was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, uh, Eminem. They're like, oh, great. And it's like. This is going to be a turned up. Uh, he's not what you think. A turned up event. I'm glad. I'm glad that we're seeing diversity. I'm glad that we're seeing hip hop. I mean, for a whole hip hop card, essentially, because you can basically call Mary J. Blige a hip hop singer. From, She's for, the queen for, of uh, yeah, R&B and yeah, yeah. So I think hip-hop this is going to be. I think this is gonna be lit, man. I'm. And Ashanti's um, the princess of hip hop and R and B. Is she? That's what they were calling her back in the early two thousands. <laughs> oh, no Not way. even like that. That's what they were calling her. <laughs> hey, man, this is. Been... <laughs> I have been your boy, no. Doughboy. <laughs> you didn't know that? No, I don't feel like she had enough hits for that. She was listen. Shanti didn't have hits, and I'm not hating on you, Shanti. All y'all got more hits than me, bro. But if I'm just speaking from a consumer's point, nah. Listen, they had some fire early 2000s. You know, there's a lot of people that think that Mary J. Blige can't sing, or Ashanti for that matter. A lot, man. Mary J. Blige can sing. No, I used to get roasted, but for saying that Mary J. Blige can sing, people say she doesn't have a great voice. Ashanti just got her masters back, so she owns her masters now. She's gonna re-release her first album, Foolish. Who's her fans? Name me three songs off Ashanti. Name me three Ashanti songs. Three Ashanti songs? Down for you, foolish, baby. Uh that's all awesome. <laughs> uh Rock with you. Then I gotta think about um Happy. That's Pharrell. That was 
<laughs> oh, yeah, y'all know. So I'm just talking trash. Ashanti is a friend of the podcast. Is she a friend of the podcast? <laughs> I didn't know joking. you knew her. I'm just talking She's trash. A friend of the show. Did you have anything else off of this thing you want to um, Here's the thing, man. Talk you, about? L- let's talk about this, though, boy. You always think I'm Russian. I ain't. You, you are. And right. you have to be smoother going into these topics. Like, these hard you do lists. this, you'd be like, man, that's crazy. So if we look at the docket, <laughs> it's like, no, boy. Like, I, I fed you one last week. We were like, uh, we were like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, that makes me think about da 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 And you're I like, let me look Slams at this. it and off I'm the like, glass. Oh, boy. I'm not as smooth. I'm, I think I'm hungry, too, though. You haven't eaten today? I had three tacos before I got here. It's a lot going on in my life, man. That's what we didn't talk. So we were talking the other day. Uh-huh. And I know this was eating you up, and I was laughing so hard. What's up? So I text the boy. I'm like, hey, man, um... Why is the minister sobriety going up faster? Minister sobriety clips going mm-hmm. up faster than adjust us lead clips, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, man, uh, pull, like, pull your phone out, go to that message. <laughs> no, because somebody said that in the, in the comments. What? Can we have one episode without you guys talking about your text combos? And you know it's our thing, that? man. It's our thing. I said, I'm like, yo, bro, it's like we have these conversations. Hopefully, yes, hopefully we can have one. But <laughs> Jesus, what are you, you watching the show? Hold on. It was in the um, Just Us League. Jump. Just Us League. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All I right. said. Let me see. Oh, you want to read? So you said, uh, you said, I've dropped the ball last week and this week. Tony does the clips for Menace. I'll get back on top of it. Last few weeks were a bit hectic for me. My apologies. I'll get a clip from this episode over in a few. And then you did a voice note explaining. Mm-hmm. So my thing was, I know he wanted me to ask him what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, not necessarily. I was like, nope. <laughs> no, I wasn't. It wasn't even that, man. It's just uh, kind of like what I was saying at the beginning of the episode, man. I just be. The older I get, I'm starting to up the level of my emotional maturity and just kind of just understand, like, okay, if I'm feeling a certain type of way during mm-hmm. the day, why did I feel like that? Was I was my food off? Was did I not get no no sunlight? Like, did I not exercise? So I'm always just kind of, you know. And I think with today, like, yeah, I ate like a couple tacos before I got here, but I hadn't ate nothing else all day. So I'm just like, three tacos ain't enough, nigga. I ain't greedy. Am I? Listen, man. Three tacos is too much? Hey, brother, I'm not judging. I'm just saying if we could just refrain from oh, the end word. Oh, the N-word. My bad, my bad. <laughs> my bad. You got so offensive. Three tacos. I was like, three tacos. Hey, Whatever but you not, into. I think, and then plus I was like sleeping a lot today, so. That's a great shirt. What's on the shirt? Can't knock the hustle. Who was that, a Barbie and Ken? I don't know. It's like just some, I don't know. I got it from Burlington. That's nice, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. I was into the color scheme. Yeah, it's, it's a nice color. Yeah, man. So I'll be into it. But no, nah, man. I um, yeah. I just be trying to just fix my mood. So it ain't like nothing. That's why I was saying. Like it don't be like anything be happening. I just be like, you know, it's it's hard to try to explain that to yourself when you it's ten o'clock in the morning and you know you got to get up and you know you got to go be productive. Mm-hmm. Especially knowing my situation, like I got things I got to do, mm-hmm. and then I'm just like, but I don't want to though. Have and you been smoking? Huh. Not as much. No, I had actually stopped for like a week and a half. So it wasn't even the smoking. I was just... Taking your medicine? Taking my medicine. Haven't stopped taking my medicine yet. But slipping on the work... Like I'm just genuinely starting to feel like I got to at least, at the very minimum, get outside and go for a walk every day. It doesn't have to be some strenuous Mm -hmm. balls to the wall, hang like workout. It just needs to be 
something of me kind of knocking the cobwebs just take off. some music man and just go walk around the block two times yeah and, and my dogs love going for walks so i think i'm gonna they're dogs you know they like they love getting out of, we be getting mad at them for barking on the balcony like why are they out there barking ah uh, they're dogs they need something to We're do trash, so uh when you say that that's real um, you take your medicine. I mean, you got to take it day by day. You got to right. just, you know, not force anything. But and I think I need to just. I mean, I, and I know that I've said this on past episodes. I think I need to just do social media fast. I don't know that social media is the greatest for me. Does something trigger you on social media to make it's you? A, it's a few things that trigger me. It's a few people that trigger me, mm-hmm. and it's just it doesn't always put me in the best frame of mind. You can mute people. That helps. But you know, the, the wild thing is, is like Instagram of like I be on Instagram the most, and I. That's probably the one thing I don't monetize. So it's just like I just be on there to feel bad. <laughs> it's like when I told you to go to YouTube, exactly. You know, or or even or Facebook. Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just the audiences are really different. Let me give you this: like mm-hmm. Facebook, I do Facebook last. Mm-hmm. Instagram are that's the people. Hey man, add me to you. I'm trying to rap for you right now. Hey mm-hmm. man, and they trying to say something crazy to you. YouTube show love is people YouTube show that love. got jobs. People that genuinely got a love for you, and then Facebook. Is like family. Like those really? people, people on Facebook, they have a genuine love for you. You're like not mm-hmm. just you, but I'm talking about overall in my experience. So I would say if you're gonna go live anywhere and you could bring people on camera with you on Facebook, just right. like fa- just like Instagram, YouTube, if you did like a Zoom link, then they could come in. But Instagram I mean, you keep going there for some reason. So apparently I just think that I don't know. I just think that maybe just just cutting it a little bit and just you know, just learning just to to learn what's bothering me. I'm like, yo, I was in a bad mood. Like, oh, I probably spent 20, 30 minutes on Instagram. I'm going to stay off of that for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And just learning to, like, stay away from certain foods. Like, sugar ain't really good for me. So it's just really just twisting sugar ain't the Sugar good knobs. for nobody. You know, it's just, and that's really was the main ingredient in alcohol when I was doing the drinking. So yeah. it's just really twisting the knob. So, so to, in answer to your question, it really wasn't nothing huge. It was mm-hmm. just me dealing with my emotions. Can I, I ask you a question? Yeah. I mean, you ain't got no Sacramento hats. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm a L.A. dude now. I'm an L.A. fan. All my teams are L.A. teams now. Oh, yeah? Plus, I don't know, Sacramento is just kind of, I mean, eh. Catch Doughboy this weekend at the Sacramento. <laughs> Wait till I go to Sacramento. Ain't nobody going to be at the show. Nobody. I'm just not really a Kings fan. The Kings fan ain't that good. And then the black and purple don't really match with much. Man, you are really laying it on thick. Hey, man. L.A. <laughs> stuff matches with from. stuff. But. The color schemes. Man, every time somebody asks me what's your favorite team, I'm like Lions, Tigers, and you're lying. Pistons. <laughs> and they, none of them good. Red Wings. <laughs> Any other questions? You know you're eligible to switch over now from the Doughboy Surplus Plan. From the Doughboy Surplus Plan? Yes. Because, Tell me about this plan. Okay, listen. I switched teams. Uh-huh. I didn't want to be a disloyal guy. Okay. And I said, look, I have to be a resident of Los Angeles for at least 10 years, a decade. Mm-hmm. Then I can move over to their team. Why do you been, sound like you're teaching me something? Is 10 years a decade? Been, I'm telling you. <laughs> so I had no idea. You can switch over and not get looked at. Wow, because you, you're you more of a, and you've been no. here longer than me. Listen, here's the problem. Detroit, Join with me and be a fraud. I will not. <laughs> no, sir, I will not. My Braxton voice. Bro, in Detroit, here's the, the, un, the unfortunate thing. Mm-hmm. Detroit, I moved to L.A. after being in comedy two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And the social media wasn't big when I left Detroit. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the comedians that are still there now and a couple that left after the Internet boom, they know them. 
right? So I get a lot of people like, I didn't know you were from Detroit. And I'm like, I've been putting oh, this wow. city on my back since before I even got into comedy. Mm-hmm. I've been representing Detroit before them shirts came out versus everybody. Mm-hmm. Man, you don't know I'm from the city. And it sucks, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I'm the one who had to endure all the, it's so cold, all of those jokes. (laughs) And you don't know that I'm from here. So I just start putting at the end of all my videos, I'm from Detroit. And uh, because I got pride in my city, man. And it's one of those cities where you got to leave to become something. Mm -hmm. Because Sacramento is too. They don't appreciate you while you're there. Facts. Literally, you go back home, it's like, oh my God. But I'm like, (laughs) you don't see this type of support for the comedians that are there mm-hmm. a lot of times. But I did get 916 tattooed on my arm, so I showed some love. I got it on the top of the Doughboy hat. I've never seen it. Oh, nice. Yeah, 916. Okay. 916. So, yeah. That's Sacktown. You already know that. All day, every day. BT calls it Swagger Minnow. And nobody else does, but <laughs> but BT. Swagger I remember Minnow. he used to say that. He's thinking it was going to catch on. I'm like, we're not calling it. It never caught yeah. on. Just like he'd be thinking that's a K. I'm like, it's not a K, bro. Yeah. It's like you chopped off your ring finger. Side note, shout out to Kingsley. Kingsley dropped a record the other day. I was like. Kingsley crew, man. Bruh. He, he's starting to figure it out, man. And I could take a little bit of a. I, like like as a proud like person to watch because I I taught him how to you know count bars. Like, Speaking so, of bars, was it? <laughs> I haven't had them, man. They will be back. You were in the studio this week. Why were you? But in the I studio? wasn't rapping. That's the thing. I was I, so I wrote. I, I've been I've been executive producing some other things. This is this is okay. Let me tell you. This is this is this is something that I really want to do. Right. So I really want to create. Let me see this. this I want to see. Now I am pitching you something. There's okay. nothing I'm going to say on stage, cool. but this is something real. That's yeah. a real thing. You know how I do the funny songs, right? Mm-hmm. I want to create a record label where I only sign comedians that do music, that do funny music, and call it, you ready for this? Cash Funny Records. <laughs> <laughs> And I want to be the, the CEO of it. Of Cash Funny? Of Cash Funny Records. Or Young Funny. I don't know. I'm kind of going back and forth. But I like Cash Funny Records. Cash Funny? And that's what I want to do. Because I that's genuinely feel like I love music. I love making people laugh. Yeah. And I want to, you know, because I was in the studio with Shantae this week. She's working on some stuff. Just wait till Shantae. she drops some stuff. Um, I was working with Brent. He's, he's working on And I'm just like, well, maybe I got all these. And you sing. Teddy sings. I'm like, I could create a stable of artists. And even if you didn't want to do the funny stuff, like there's still so many comedians that do music. Yeah. And I'm like, I could do that. I've set this live. If somebody steals my idea, we're coming to get you. But well, I mean, they still got to get the comedians. Yeah. They so do that. I think that that's what. So even when I was in the studio, like I'm working on other people's projects, and like that gives me joy because I like I genuinely I love. Yeah, but it wasn't me. I think that I have mm-hmm. just gone through something. But listen. You called me out for the second week in a row. Mm-hmm. I seen some people in the in the in the uh, comments. Next episode, the bars are back. Wow! So say the bars are back, and 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 from that point on, you guys won't be missing that. I'll bring it back. Wow! We, we've had enough I was time. Really off. wondering. I'm like, man, what's up with this? Because it had become right? a staple of the show. Yeah. Can't just quit. But um, <clears throat> I just hadn't wrapped in. You know, the first. I think it's the first time we. What what we do need to do though is figure out. How to get the sound? Because I remember I tried to play my. Here's the thing. The beat. It's easy to bring my laptop right here and play the music, but okay. you don't even need your phone to do that thing because the mics are gonna pick it but up. But will it? But will it? But will it have the same effect like like that it had in the studio? Because they could hear it like it was plugged in. Like it was plugged in. Now here's the thing. The thing that I could do, or even if you have like a little speaker, 
that, that, that would be the same thing as the laptop. Right. But uh, the thing that I could do, like what we do when uh, when I drop the episode, you see how the music plays in the very beginning. Uh-huh. It's like, bam, I'll just put it over the thing. So uh-huh. it would just have to, we'd have to start it at the same time stamp. And yeah, that'd okay. be fine. Well, it's going to be back next week and maybe we'll just figure out how to produce that before we get there. But let's It's already it. figured out. I just wanted to say that. No, I know you wanted to say it to give you an excuse to not be ready next week. Listen, I know you, bro. I, and I hate it. Get out of my head, you. <laughs> Go on and skip. <laughs> what do you want to tell the people before we get out of here, man? Um, drink lots of water. Um, be good to people. And speak good energy, man. Do, do those things because you're going to get more of what you put out. So don't be out here putting out a bunch of negative energy, man. Uh, be positive. And next week, let's talk about Squid Games because by the next week, I will have watched the it's whole thing. It's going to blow your mind. I've watched episode one. I, I wasn't a fan of how no. I felt like the voices didn't match the energy yeah, of the dope. actors. Yeah, I don't like that. But I'm going to go back because everybody seems to think it's just an amazing show. Now, here's the thing. Episode one is a slow start. I tell okay. everybody, I'm like, look, I told my sister earlier, I say, look, episode one mm-hmm. is a slow start. But the reason it's slow is because they got to give you this character development. Okay. They got to tell you why. And okay. episode two, why? It's, it's, it's Ain't that. no way, boy. Okay. I'm gonna, so no Tony way, wants boy. to watch that, so I'm going to get on that. And side note, I want to recommend a new show for you. I don't know if you've seen this show. You seen a show called 60 Days In? No. Sounds take, like prison. Take a look. It's basically it's a prison show. No. <clears throat> but listen, it's it's a it's it's a reality show though. And it's regular people <clears throat> that get sent to go in to the jail, but they're undercover. And they're like trying to get people to like tell them stuff about the jail. And they're only there for sixty days. Like they be fighting and it's wild. Just watch one episode. It's on Netflix. Are these people Wahite? What's that? No, some they're white some and black. Like it's different colors of people. Mm. But you gotta watch it. Wahites. What's what he Shout said. out to King James. He told me <laughs> what he tastes. I say, bro, I'm saying that what everywhere. <laughs> the way he tastes, bro. <laughs> I say, and I said, had to say it slow to get it. I say, <laughs> I caught it the first the time he said he it. Tastes, bro. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, there we are. Who have you been this episode? Uh, you also, man, I want to give a, a random shout out to somebody that I follow online. Okay, this brother Nathan Centron. He does these food videos and he sings over them. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'll send you food a video. videos. Oh my god, he sent he sings over food videos and he talks about what the person is cooking, and it's so funny. And it's like there's a segment <laughs> where it's like somebody making something crazy, like somebody made some Pepto Bismol pancakes, like pink Pepto Bismol pancakes, and he was like, immediately no, no. <laughs> He's like cooking with white people. <laughs> Yo, the, the Nathan Sintra. The internet has made people so wildly creative. Who would think to sing over cooking videos? That's the thing. You can man. do whatever you want. There's no excuse. When you got the internet, man, like we're popular mm. specifically because of internet. We yes, we do TV and all of that, but the internet is where the people are. That's like you go is. straight to them. Also, I will say this, man. Say it. Y'all gotta get off Doughboys back in these comments, man. Come like on, man. I get I get the humor in some of the stuff because it's like a lot of y'all mean well, man, but you gotta, you gotta keep in mind. What they've been saying? Cause I ain't been in there. Uh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep in mind of everything that we said in this episode, man. So always show love, share, share, like, share, comment, like, comment. Like if you haven't pressed share while you're watching this, 
are you really supporting us? Come on now. It don't take nothing but a minute to do it. And just think if everybody that watched the video shared it, probably double our views. And, and we can really thing. appreciate that. It's like we look at we look at uh, Joe Rogan's podcast and it's like, all right, bam. Here's the problem. It's like we're over-servicing the people. Mm. We're giving them content for free. Mm-hmm. We're also for also shout out to the people on my Patreon. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all getting this episode tonight. Yes. Uh, <laughs> today is Saturday. But it's like we're giving this content for free. We're also in the comments showing love and thanking you. And yet you can't share it for us. Come on, man. What's the problem? Share it. But if this was one of the podcasts like a Joe Rogan or one of the super large podcasts, it's like people wouldn't even think mm-hmm. to just hit share and immediately do something to give to their network of people. It's like, yo, man, and, what is it going to take for us to? And the gag is that those big places, those big podcasts became that because people shared it when they were on a smaller level. Shout so. out to Bo Thompson. She shares every one of my posts. We appreciate Bo, you, Bo. she or he. Bo, thank you. We appreciate you, Bo. Yeah, man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm good, man. Um, this has been a good time, man. We be going, we be talking, man. We be having a good time. You be try- let me tell you something. You be trying to end the show 20 minutes in. Nah. Yo, man. So uh, yeah, and I we almost went for been... two hours today. I'm glad. I, I I'm have not... been dope. I, we can keep going. Nah, it's time. <laughs> I'm a little hungry, but but nah, it's been a... <laughs> been a good episode. I've been your boy, Doughboy. CT is dope. Next time.